How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Timcast IRL podcast. We got some crazy news right now. I'm, I, we have like a, I feel like we have a confirmation on this story. A Black Lives Matter leftist arrested for starting a fire. We don't, I, I don't believe it's arson. It may actually be, but we've got these wildfires sweeping across the West Coast. And this story is crazy, but I, I've pieced a bunch of things together. There's other people who have already worked on this story. For some reason, local outlets aren't giving out the guy's name, but you put two and two together like a, you know, like a Sudoku puzzle. You can put the numbers up. We see this guy is actually a Black Lives Matter. He had, he had been arrested previously at, at a protest years ago. There's videos of him at various protests. I don't know. I, I don't think it means he's like a dedicated, hardcore kind of like Black Lives Matter person. And we don't know if it's arson. But because this is kind of like going crazy, and now there's apparently like armed dudes coming out and guarding these dry areas, we definitely got to talk about this. So today... I'm hanging out with my friends. We got uh, my buddy Ian. Well, hello, everyone. That's, uh, that's Ian. And then, of course, at Sour Patch Lids is hanging out. Yes, hello. How's it and going? We're, and we're going to talk about this because if you Google search the wildfires, what are they saying? Climate change. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure some of it is related. You know, I'm, I'm, I personally believe we've got issues with, you know, just I think climate change is a serious issue. However, you cannot ignore the fact that we have, we have a lot. I've, I, I pulled up a lot of stories, man. Nice. A lot of arson. No oh, joke. Awesome, I guess. No. <laughs> not fun, but uh, it's so. So this story about the Antifa guy might not be arson, but there's many, many other stories that are, and they and they bring it up. So I'm telling you, man, there are people literally out there right now starting fires. I, I don't think they're all intentional. It's probably people flicking cigarettes. There's literally stories of like people spraying accelerant and like oh my gosh. lighting things up, man. Yeah, dude. So we got some other news too, considering. The kind of, I don't know, man, this story's it's kind of crazy, right? People are getting riled up about this. We're also hearing now the Oath Keepers have been suspended from Twitter. That is correct, yeah. Yeah, for violating their rules on, on, on extremism and stuff like that. And then we got some other stories to uh, some, well, they banned tear gas in Portland. Yes. Again. Ted Wheeler. Again, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some kid, I guess he accidentally went to school. Was it an accident? No, he was being defiant. Uh, a, yeah, a kid was a, a kid was protesting by going to school. Good got, for him. He got yeah, arrested. And he got wow. arrested. Got arrested. Showing up Jeez. to class. Yeah, dude. Yeah, what a jerk. So if you have not already, make sure you smash the like button. Crush it. You crush it. it. And uh, hop in the super chats. Uh, your super chats help support the channel. And uh, we will at around nine thirty or so, a little bit after, we'll start reading super chats, taking your comments, and you can oh, su- yeah. subscribe. We do the show Monday through Friday live. And uh, and again, make sure you smash the like button. Let's just uh, let's hop into this first story. We got a lot to talk about. Check this out. First, from Kiro7, live, local, in-depth. They say, police arrest pulley-up man for starting large wildfire. So there's a lot lot we got to break down. First, they don't say who the person is, and they don't say it was intentionally lit, all right? They say pulley-up police and state troopers arrested a 36-year-old pulley-up man Wednesday for allegedly starting a large brush fire, which temporarily shut down State Route 167 and several ramps near uh, Meridian Avenue. A man with the exact same name as the one police arrested recorded a Facebook Live of that fire, saying he reported it to first responders and of the same age. So I wonder if it's the same person. Hmm. Police told Cairo 7 that they were made aware of the Facebook Live, which showed his interaction with officers after the arrest. After the arrest, whoa, he says, I'm out here on 167 right now, the man said in the stream. Looks like a fire literally just started, and I just rolled up on it, and it looks like it's going crazy. I'm here with the police, and they're talking to me about it because I just called it in. Now, that's the gist of that story, all right? We got to read more because they mentioned there was a person was seen intentionally lighting a fire somewhere else. 
So first of all, a lot of people are saying it's intentional. We don't know that, but we do have this. I think we do have the tweet here. Check this out. Trooper Ryan Burke tweeted, joint team effort, WSP, Fife PD and Pulliot PD just arrested a 36 year old Pulliup resident. I think. I hope, okay, pull hold up, on. People, people are correcting us here. It's Puyulup. Puyulup. Why was I saying Pulliup? There's I, not even an L in there. Yeah, there's, the L comes later. I'm, I'm, I just should yeah, read it's these a crazy, words. It's crazy. Name. Puyulup resident. He was caught in the median setting a fire. He is currently on his way to jail. Great job, everybody. Play stupid games. Ooh. All right, now hold on. They said he was setting a fire. That sounds like arson. Yeah, it sure does. Is that not the definition of arson? I guess. Am I, am I crazy? Well, the definition is the criminal act of deliberately setting fire oh, to property. Oh, there you go. It's not property because it's literally it, property. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay. You can't like own property, man. You know, like we abolish oh, property, yeah. therefore oh, wait, you can't have arson. Property. Dude, fire is like mass destruction. Yeah. Like this is if someone set off a nuclear bomb, they'd go to jail for like much well, these, worse. These wildfire like if yeah, dude, this guy was like th- that. They're lucky it didn't spread. Because you look at this photo, and that was a huge... That's a big fire. It's not the biggest, but it was a large fire. And I got to say right now, look, they're saying he was setting a fire. Now, that's that, they got to be very careful about what they say. So all we know right now, officially confirmed, some people are, are saying... They're, they're posting some photos of what, what appears to be like court uh, or like police records. I could not verify them. In these records, it says something like uh, reckless second degree fire or something, Yeah, which may have been what's reckless, flicking a cigarette. Right. Something like that. I can't that. confirm that's real, though. So all we have right now is this cop saying that he was setting a fire. This sounds like the, so let, let's let's talk about who this guy is. First, we have this tweet from Katie Davis Court. She says, Puyallup arrested Jeffrey Accord in relation to the arson along 167 Highway. In 2014, during an anti-police protest, Accord was charged with possession of a concealed weapon without permit, carrying a knife, and illegal possession of fireworks. I wonder what the fireworks were for. Well, she posted this video. She says, earlier in the day, Jeffrey Accord called in his own arson, Puyallup PD. He even filled himself at the fires on Facebook Live. After questioning him, the Puyallup Police Department arrested him on suspicion that he started the fires. So I actually... I went to his Facebook page. Sure enough, there's the guy. Huh. And yes, I legit, like we confirmed, he posted this. So here's a story from the local news, Seattle Times. When you Google search this guy's name, this is what you get. They say Jeffrey Allen Accord, 31, was charged Wednesday in Seattle Municipal Court with possession of a concealed pistol without a permit, carrying a dangerous knife and illegal possession of fireworks. They say that he was at Monday's Ferguson protest in Seattle, oh. had a cache of weapons. I guess it's a cache, cache. cache. We were just talking about yeah, this. Cache. Cache of weapons, including a handgun, knife, shotgun, semi-automatic rifle, ammunition, and powerful fireworks. They go on to mention, a court of Covington was among five people arrested during the march and protest Monday in Seattle after a Missouri grand jury decided not to indict a police officer for fatally shooting an unarmed black man. Protesters marched from Westlake Park to Capitol Hill and some later clashed with police and climbed onto Interstate 5, blocking traffic. During the violence, fireworks were fired into the sky, and police say they were pelted with rocks, bottles, and canned food. Seattle Police Chief Kathleen O'Toole said it's unclear why Accord had the weapons. I don't know what his plans were, but it's obviously of great concern that somebody would come to an event in Seattle with those weapons readily available. Okay, so let's go back to the official confirmed source from, from Kiro 7, and they say, the guy said, I'm out here on 167 now. I'm here with the police. That's a quote. 
They also say a man with the exact same name was arrested. I can't imagine that someone of the exact same name was wandering around. Very so, unlikely. I mean, yeah. yeah, just like two guys, same age, That'd same be name. Some like, multiple wow. dimension stuff. So I, I think for legal reasons, they're saying it that way. But when you watch the actual stream he put out, that's, that's a quote. Like they've quoted what he said. This is the guy. I think it is fair to say beyond a reasonable doubt, this is the guy. Now, whether or not he's guilty of, of intentionally setting fires... Innocent until proven guilty. So is this the same guy that at the end of that article they said another another guy was standing on the side of the road lighting a fire? Somewhere somewhere else. Oh, it's so a different guy. We got a bunch of stories, man. Dude. Yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy. I think that's what we have in, in terms of just like confirming this. So I want to make sure there's a few things that are very, very, very clear before we start getting into the next bit because there's more, dude. The important thing to talk about is, first of all, it sounds like arson from the police. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm going to put these, these 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 important disclaimers out. We don't know for sure. They did not literally confirm the guy's name, and it may not be that this guy is like a dedicated antifa dude, right? This right. Is another important factor is just because he got arrested in 2014 doesn't mean he's like going out to all these protests. We don't know. Maybe maybe could he you, was could just be a reckless guy, right? He could be just a firebug. He's yeah. a dude who likes to cause trouble, so he brought fireworks and guns to a protest right. for fun. Yep. Mm. I looked I looked at uh, up this guy's information. I did not see anything that would suggest he's a dedicated diehard leftist or anything like that. However, he's it, 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 I, I have to err on the side of he's been to these protests. He's brought weapons to these protests. There's other videos. There's more videos that people have pulled from his Facebook where he's at protests and he's yelling. recently, actually. There was a he, uh, he's at the George Floyd protest and he's yelling about, you know, six feet apart and he's laughing about it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, That, yeah, that yeah. was very strange. Well, actually, I got to stop there. They're alleging that's the case. I want to be very careful with here. They don't know it's him. So some people have posted videos saying here he is. We pulled this from his Facebook and it's him laughing and filming himself. It looks like him. But I want to be very careful I, because I, I think, you know, this is already making the rounds, this story. And people are saying it's legit. It's confirmed. It's not. It's not. It's not. So it seems like this guy does support Black Lives Matter. He's protested with them before. And he's, I have to assume he's probably done it more than once because we've seen, you know, potential evidence as more than one. So there you go. There you go. All right. This is what uh, I, I want to make sure is clear. The bigger issue at play, I believe, is that if you do a Google search of wildfire and climate change, you'll see all of these stories where they say, New York Times, the straightforward link between climate change and California's fires. Yeah, perhaps. I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying that there's a big narrative that everything we're seeing is, you know, wildfire, wildfires and weather extremes. It's not coincidence. It's climate change. Wildfires are worsening. The way we manage them isn't keeping pace. California governor on wildfires. No patience for climate change deniers. Well, I certainly think that's, a, think that's an issue. If they don't address the arsonists, then I think you're going to get a group of people who say it's not climate change, it's arson. And then you're going to get a group of people who don't even know the arson is happening. So it's, it, it's both, right? But it's, it's totally people, possible, yeah. I think I think it's fair to say well, there's, there's a happy medium. Well, I shouldn't say it's a horrifying yeah, it's a, medium. It's a ter- not, terrible. Not, not a happy medium. It's You've got people who want to start fires, and there's conditions being met because of climate change that make the fire substantially worse. But you've got to address the, the arsonists. Check this out. They also go on to say, after this, in Graham, a person was seen intentionally setting a fire to a field in front of a business in the 10400 block of 229 Southeast early Wednesday morning. This was 100% intentional. There is zero doubt, said Jonas Petit, the owner of VacTech Septic and Water. Surveillance shows the suspect drive up, dumping gasoline and a match, setting fire to dry grass next to the business. Pierce County detectives have the video, which doesn't show 
the suspect or the vehicle, but Petit says it does show a random act of potential devastation. You watch the flame and then where he flips it and it just goes boom, big ball of flame, he said. Firefighters and a lack of wind kept the flames from destroying their business only a few yards beyond the burn. If the wind would have been blowing like it was the other night, you wouldn't have stopped this. It would have added up onto the other fire in Graham, Petit said. The area is only a couple miles from the Graham fire, which is destroyed, which destroyed eight homes. And they go on to show the trooper, of course. So there's uh, there's more, man. We got another one. Give it to me. We got another one from Kiro 7 News. Seriously? Look at this. This is from today. Second man arrested for intentionally starting brush fire in Pierce County. Yup. This is Parkland, Washington. Troopers of the Washington State Patrol on Thursday said they have arrested a second person for intentionally starting a brush fire in Pierce County. Troopers said someone saw a man setting fire to grass with a match near State Route 512 and State Route 7 and called police. Troopers arrived at the scene, chased the man, and took him into custody. Wow. Tuesday, uh, Thursday's arrest comes one day after a 36-year-old Puyallup man was arrested for allegedly starting a large brush fire, which temporarily shut down 167. That's the story we are just talking about. Mm-hmm. Fire danger remains very high across Washington due to low humidity and high temperatures. More than 480,000 acres in Washington have burned since Monday. So here's another tweet from Trooper Ryan Burke. We got another one. Great job, Trooper Moorfield. A pedestrian decided to match light the grass Whoa. at SR 512 and SR 7. Citizen observed it and alerted 911 after a short foot chase. One is in custody and on the way to jail. What if I told you we had more? Tell me. But wait, there's more oh arsonists no. for some reason are trying to just they destroy everything. It's, it's man. copycat criminality. No, I don't know, man. Are these like it's like the Joker or it's the collective consciousness is sparking, you know, literally sparking yeah, things. bad, bad analogy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's you take uh, a large population of people and there's a standard deviation, you know, of people who happen to be arsonists. So, like, if for every thousand people you have one arsonist, what happens when you have a million people? You have a thousand arsonists, and then they're all Techn- going around. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the assumption scaling I mean, up, right? So maybe it's like every one in ten thousand, one in one in even even if it's one in a million in these areas, you'll have four or five. And when they see stories online about it, then they're like, "Oh, I could go do that." I mean, that's a crazy. If you see read an article. How easy it is to go out there and destroy property, you see how dry and, and you're it not—you don't have to, you have to stick around. You know, you, it's just—I mean, it's, look at this. This is terrorism to me, and I don't like to use that word a lot. It's—it's. It's, I don't—I don't know. I don't know. Terrorism is like they, they, it, there's a there's a goal, a, politi- a political goal. This is yeah. terrifying, though. Yeah. This could destroy everything. Thousands of people. It like, has, yeah. Their homes, their lives, their animals. Yeah. The roads, the 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 pro- everything. everything, the whole forest, the, the ecosystem, animals, yeah. So I don't know yeah. if it's terrorism, but uh, I just got I got I got I got another story, man. Go for it. What are they, What is this? Look at this. So we have two different locations in Oregon and now, Seattle. Now we have Eugene. Yeah. So no, the, the, those two were in Washington, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, like, yeah now like we have one in Seattle. Eugene. A man arrested on arson allegation in wildfire west of Eugene. Deputies say, "Look at this photo, man. Oh my the gosh. Sweet Creek Milepost Two fire seen in an undated photo. So is this? Is this? Is no, this, that's not it. That, that's not it. Uh oh. Why not? When because was, it's an undated. That's an undated photo. They're, ta- they're talking about like a like maybe a large fire in the area. I don't know. That's why undated photo just means they don't know when it was yeah, taken. I don't know. So it could be the fire. Maybe. So a forty. You think that would be dated though? Sorry, I'll let you read. A forty-four-year-old man was arrested Tuesday on suspicion of arson in a wildfire that has burned nearly four hundred acres and prompted evacuations west of Eugene. 
Elias Newton Pendergrass is accused of first degree arson in the Sweet Creek Milepost 2 fire. So that's it. Okay, that could be it. Which covers 382 acres near the community of Mapleton. Pendergrass, a Mapleton resident, is being held in the Lane County Jail. The county sheriff's office didn't provide details about the arson allegation in a news release Tuesday afternoon. Officials have previously said uh, several fires started Sunday afternoon and that they were managing the blazes as a single fire. Some area residents are still under evacuation, while others have been told to be ready to uh, ready, ready or set to leave. The blaze is estimated to be 15 percent contained, fire officials said early, early Wednesday. So what do, you, what do you think happens when these stories start, you know, flying off the shelves, the, the virality people? I mean, we're, we're, we're in a hot political environment. It is it's 2020. The election is less than you know two months away. And everybody is pointing the fingers, which is why we end up with a headline like, you know, BLM leftists arrested for starting a fire. For one, to what degree are they an active, you know, they, they are, they've supported and protested for them. So I think that's fair. But uh, they're not necessarily an organizer. Was it actually arson? I don't know. I don't know. But we're already seeing the ramifications of this. And here we go. Check us out. Justin Yao. He's uh, at P Documentarians and he's a freelance journalist tweeted, we were approached by an armed group telling us to leave. They are wary of outsiders based on rumors of arsonists setting fires in the area. So here's the image. You can see fire season in effect, all burning prohibited, fire danger listed as extreme. And there's, a, there's we, we can see one guy right here who's armed. This guy doesn't appear to be, maybe he's got a handgun or something. This guy right here might actually be armed. Also, we can't see, we don't, we don't know for sure. But the way, you know what, you know what I think when I see this? They, they don't want outsiders coming in. There's major fires and a massive natural disaster occurring. Why, should I be upset by them saying, you know? I don't think so. So what, what occurred to me when I saw this picture was that these guys don't want people to come in and start fires. I know and, it's that simple, right? Yeah, and I'm not convinced firing guns is a good way to keep fires from starting. But I mean, it, they probably think it's better than nothing. They're like, just like, stay out, stay out of the National Forest or whatever. So if this was any other disaster, would we, would, would we be surprised? You know, if there was like a flood or a hurricane or tornado and then, you know, there were armed guards like, we no. don't want looters, we don't want... No, you know what I mean? no, especially with the flood. If there were armed guards, I think that'd be very normal. So, so the responses to this are, are, are really interesting. Some of them, and it's kind of, it's kind of random. They're saying, uh, Patriot prayer, proud boys, extremists like far right Chandler Pappas are spreading the rumors on social media. And so this is turning into a partisan political issue. Why? why should issue. this be partisan? Oh my gosh. Why? Um, because I just started a stream with a title saying BLM leftists oh, yeah, arrested that's right. for starting. <laughs> that's like, why. Okay. Because it's, it's the lens that which everything is, is, is being based right now. And for me, I guess I, I'll, fully, I'll fully admit to there being an issue of like doing this live stream from this headline. But it's because I, I, I see these posts getting a, a ton of traction. A lot of articles are popping up. People were contacting me be like, yo, look what they're doing. Like Antifa's going around setting fires on purpose. And I'm like, okay, maybe... We can, it, we, I can, at first I started researching it. It took me a little bit to actually um, uh, confirm a lot of what they were, what they were saying. And uh, I've excluded some of what I couldn't confirm, but it looks legit. Like this guy was a protester, but people are taking it to, you know, like, I don't know, taking it pretty far. Yeah, he was a radical protester, whether or not, whatever political party, that kind of radical protest is dangerous where you take guns, weapons, and fireworks to a to a rally yeah, well, and try I, and I'm, set stuff on fire like they did at Ted Wheeler's house like two weeks ago trying yeah, to set the guy's well, house on fire. Well, that was that was a, a, a complex. 
a whole building with like yeah, 100 people, people in it, yeah. 100, 114 residences or something. They were going to burn them to death. That was their plan. <laughs> yeah, it's a good plan. I don't know. I know. I shouldn't laugh, but it's like, it's that, that's that. Yeah, dude. Well, it, it's, it's tough, right? Because I, I don't want to come out and be like, people, listen, the Antifas are going around there burning down forests. Like, uh, you've got people who broke through the windows and then someone lit a bunch of newspapers on fire and threw it on the first floor of oh Ted Wheeler's building. God, whoa. So naturally, you can say they were trying to burn the place down, right? Looks like it. Yeah. Or what if they were just morons? It was newspapers. So like, what are you going to get done? It's like a stack, though. Well, like, that's, I mean, you could. They you were could, definitely morons. You could <laughs> yes. burn a building down. No, no judgment. <laughs> but that's not a good thing to do right now. Yeah, seriously. You can get your point across in many other ways. Write a song. But maybe they don't want the point across. Maybe they want to kill people. Why, though? Well, so, yeah, so yeah, this, yeah. this is what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm really reluctant to be like, they were trying to kill people. But, but they were trying to burn them. Weren't they trying to kill people? In their house. Yeah. With, with, yeah, it seems yeah. like they were trying to kill everyone. Like, they're that angry that they're going to... At least negligent. But I wonder... Because sure. here, here's why I'm reluctant to actually go that far. Because I, I've talked about what happens when they show up, when, when the mob shows up to your house. And what happens is one person... Like, here's what happens at Ted Wheeler's place. Someone runs up and throws a brick through the window and it shatters. And then he runs away. And then another, other people see him when, when he's running up to it before he throws it. They're, run, they're like, oh, I'm going to walk up too. He throws the brick. It shatters and runs. And then someone looks through the window. Someone, people behind him see him going towards the window like he's going to go in. And they go in. And one by one, it's like an avalanche. Each individual is just doing a little, a little incremental thing and leaving. But the whole group is moving. And then all of a sudden they're inside. Then someone looks over and they see like, you know, something. They take it. And then people see him grabbing something, so they all start grabbing stuff. And then some dude chucks the flaming debris. That's Someone else lights debris on fire. Someone sees it and chucks it into the building and runs off. So they're all doing a little bit to, like, stack up, are, you know? I think these people are desensitized because of... I don't know why, because they've been exposed as a five-year-old to pornography or violent video <laughs> games, and their <laughs> minds are all like, I can light stuff on fire and then reload the game later if it doesn't work that's out. That's interesting. I don't know. I think there's no, there's no punishment. I think people like these, you know, you know, what's crazy is like, aren't they scared of going to prison? You know, I don't know it almost like they're not. Well, I mean, the people that were faking, I mean, I don't know that they were faking uh, having, what was it? Seizures. seizures yeah. yeah. They might've been afraid of going. And that's why they were faking. I don't know, man. It's little kids having temper tantrums. That's what it seems like. So, man. so, so the context here is, yeah, like during the riots, there were people who were, uh, they'd be, when, when they get arrested, they have these Hollywood style seizures. And anybody who's actually ever actually witnessed a seizure is like, that is not a seizure. You are acting something you saw in a movie. Seizures are not dramatic. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's like a video of, uh, and the, and but the, the the EMTs and the medics will hold their heads properly, yeah. just because they're like, you know. And it's really funny, man. I, I I it's so it's so annoying. You got this video of an actual EMT with armor and like you know his his city sanctioned gear. He's holding the man's head, doing everything properly. Because I, I, this is the basis of what I was trained when I did the first aid training and hostile environment stuff. And the activists are yelling, you need to turn him on his side. You need to turn his head. What are you doing? And I'm like, why are you, random protester, yelling at the emergency medical professional <laughs> what they should be doing with someone who might be having a seizure? Wow. Because they saw it on TV, I think. Probably, yeah. yeah. And that's why the, the, fake, the people are doing the fake seizures, because they're acting like what they saw on TV. What I, I, is so, so going on? It's, it's, it, man, it's like, why are they allowing these people to do it is the, is the bigger yeah, question. Yeah, it's like they're, they don't want to shut it down without allowing them, because it's United States. You want to give people the rights to protest, and if that means that you trip and fall and break someone's arm while you're protesting, 
so be it. But then now they're like aggravating, like they're they're yeah. attempting to destroy people's arms and and buildings. The police and, or no, the, no, pro- the protesters. Oh are, yeah, for sure. And at that point, I don't know why they're letting it happen. I don't know, man. I'd I'd love to get conspiratorial. Well, Do it. Yeah. What like just like the 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 the, the, uh, the district attorneys in Washington oh. are are in on Antifa yeah, and absolutely. won't charge them? Yeah. That'd be crazy. Like we, that, it's not even conspiratorial. They've said yeah, that no, much. Said like that. we're not going to charge them. So what we're seeing in Portland with these riots, and uh, they, they've actually chilled out quite a bit. So uh, I don't know if you guys have been. I, I think we, we've all been kind of following what's going on. Mm-hmm. And for those that are listening, the the people in Portland uh, last night dance party. That's awesome. That's it. And I'm oh, like, I'm them. like, bravo, everybody. It's amazing. Thank Whatever. you for the dance party. I, I reported on it. I said it was really great. You did that. And I wondered, where are the extremists? They've been out there for a hundred and something nights. And all of a sudden, the past couple of nights, everything kind of just, you know, dance partied out. It's federal, right? The feds came in. The and feds came in. They deputized the cops. And then Snatched the cops. Snatched up the, 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 the so terrorists. Sad. It's time. Plucked them out. And now all that's left is a bunch of dance, a dance party. All right. You see, so, so what ends up happening with the, with like these district attorneys and these other jurisdictions is that you have, you have a big group of regular people and then you have some extremists. The extremists start the fight, but they tell everybody to wear all black. So when the cops were going in and trying to arrest, like they'll see someone throw an explosive, right? The cops will run in and grab the person and say, we don't know if this is the person who threw that because they all are wearing the same thing. Yeah. So they charge them with interfering with a peace officer or something like that, or disorderly. The DA then says, so you don't actually know what they did? I can't charge them with this. Free to go. I would have a similar thing where if I would drop a piece of food on the ground, I'd look around, and if I couldn't find it, I'd just pick up one little piece of trash and throw it away. <laughs> oh, as long as I one for one. That's yeah. right. That's well, so what you're saying is you're violating the rights of that garbage? I did. They, it was not, in fact, your garbage. And, no, but the, but, but, uh, the point is, the tactic of Antifa is to confuse the police and become impossible to identify. How do you get around that? They tried charging them with conspiracy in, in D.C. in 2017. The ones that would get in the way? So the cops just arrested all of them and then charged them all with conspiracy. Okay, that that's heavy-handed. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I mean, you do, if you're man. just out there. Well, if you're out there wearing black, you're allowed you know to do that. what you're doing. But no, yeah, that's rough. It seems like you're, if you're, you're, you're yeah. signing up for something. Look, l- place, let's say you go yeah. for a jog and you're wearing black sweatpants. Or, or like, let's say you're wearing like an Adidas tracksuit. And like in a hoodie or something, you're going to look very, very similar to the rest of them. Yeah. And so they're going to arrest everybody and they're going to say, no, look how he's dressed. He's in on it. Right. You can't you can't arrest somebody for you're that. You're not supposed to wear black at night because well, during the day. Yeah. in D.C. it was during the day. Yeah, you can't arrest everybody. That's not they the did. way to do it. They arrested so they like 200 that. and something people. Yeah. And then the charges all basically look, some people pled guilty, pleaded guilty. They were like, it's easier. They thought it, they were going to get in trouble oh. and it's going to be bad. So the cops, they, they, the state ended up getting a handful of these people. But then everyone else stood their ground and said no. And then the charges all just got dismissed because the judge did the same thing. It's like you, you're, you're, you have no evidence this person did anything wrong. You can't just because they're wearing a hoodie. And the argument from the prosecutors, I don't know if this is their exact argument, but the general idea is if they tell everyone wear all black so that we get away with crimes, you're aiding and abetting all these crimes and you pre-planned it. There was a guy, I saw a video where he was like, we don't want to record anyone doing crimes. And then the guy went up and like, did a crime or something. Yeah, that sounds right. Have you seen that video of the, of the, the kids getting arrested at one of the protests and they're like crying and freaking out? No, I don't think but so. But the, the girl was wearing a shirt that said, be gay, do crimes. Oh well, my gosh. And it's like, it's like a meme thing, like do crimes. So it's oh. like you say something and say do crimes. It's like, dude, they don't understand what it means to do crimes. Like they, they, they've not grown up in any world with any kind of discipline. And so what happens is, it's, it's crazy. You grow up, you grow up in the city 
and, and, and you actually see like the inner city stuff and you see some dude running down the street full speed and the cops tackle him and then throw him in a police car. You're like, wow, I don't want that to happen. But if you grow up never seeing it, what do you get? You get these videos of these women in New York going, or effing what? to the cops. Oh, that was great. And the cop grabs her oh, and just pulls her. Like, oh, just justice. Vindication, seriously. Uh, you know, if it's a bad law, then I think it's your duty as a, as a sovereign human to violate it and cause a crime, which is crazy. But if it's a, a vicious, like, immoral law that some corrupt government put into place, you, you kind of have to maybe commit a crime. Too, maybe that's too absolute, though. Well, maybe, like maybe, Nazi maybe. Germany, for instance, they, they had horrible laws Absolutely. that people had to violate and com- became criminals just to and, do the and, right and, thing. And there's a really good point about uh, there's like a protest sign and the left loves to prop these things up where it was like uh, the, the Nazis were acting legally and the people who were helping the Jews escape were the criminals. So absolutely, like, the, yeah, just like law does not mean morality by any, by, by any means. But I say absolute because maybe sometimes there's unjust laws and the appropriate response is like, tactful uh, yeah, legislation petitioning and, your legislation to change yeah the law. like like something dumb you know like yeah, i don't i don't know there could be some dumb law about uh computer programs and like labor rights or something it's like jaywalking like if you think i guess the challenge there why i say it's it's you got to be careful about how absolute you go is because some people are going to be like i believe that taxes are you know oh yeah like making their own moral justification and then they go and do something crazy right you law know they're so important i believe i have a right to you know and then they insert nonsensical psychotic i guess it's why we put so much faith in our lawmakers and why having these almost like clowns dance around and and in office for 40 years disassociated from the populace is so detrimental to people's psyche right now and why they're out there they don't know what, if it's they the should or should yeah some of the a lot of these leftists think that the logic you just said they have they have a, they, they have to stop these unjust laws so they're going out and they're throwing explosives and starting fires and attacking people because they think they're in Nazi Germany. But what laws are the unjust that you know? I mean, they what? they literally think police shouldn't exist. Oh, that's no, okay, that's extreme. Right, right. But but imagine you have a large group of people saying it's unjust to have police incarcerating people. That's so crazy. they go and like abolish the police. And then, then they, they need to study mercenary warfare before we invented they standing need to armies. Study. <laughs> because Seriously. the mercenaries would be hired to cause chaos. They would, and then when the war would end, they'd go cause more chaos. So they'd get hired by the other side to go stop it. And it was that sounds like um, the premise to actually it sounds like the premise to Iron Man one and three. Oh wow! Yeah, have you guys seen you've, you've seen them yeah, both? Right, I saw the first one. Yeah, the first one is uh, the 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 bad guy. What, what's his name? Ironmonger uh, Obadiah. He's dealing weapons to the the, the, uh, the terrorists. And oh yeah. So you know, so that he can get what he wants or whatever. But then he's also making weapons. You know, for the United States, so he's double dealing. Wow. And 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 Tony's like, are we double dealing? <laughs> but then you literally have in Iron Man three. The bad guy, Aldrich Killian, is like, I'll have the president and the world's most powerful terrorist. I'll own the war on terror. I'm like, that's like the same plot from the first one with a different villain. Oh, how cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's anyway, Killian, too. Yeah. It's like yeah. so, huh. so uh, cliche. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, Killian. Uh, you've got people who think they're... I, I would, this is a serious challenge. You know, you know, you know what the, the ethical conundrum is? That if the Nazis won, then... Everything they did would would be called just. Isn't that nuts? It's scary. It's very scary. And like, what world are we living in? Did our ancient ancestors win and they were the bad guys? Bro, do you know about the Japanese uh, experiments in World War II? A little bit. And we, we just, what was it, Operation Paperclip? You know about that? That's when we brought a bunch of scientists from like Nazi Germany yeah. into the U.S. to continue yep. their work. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So we're 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 more than willing to be like, well, take all of what you got. We need smart people. Science first, all, dude. The what? What's that unit in Japan? Uh, seven forty one. Was that what? Four seventy one. Was that what it was? Check. Yeah. They would like take oh, someone's arm and put it through a hole in like a, a crate or something into like a refrigerator or something to watch it freeze in real time to see what would happen. Oh, yeah, dude. Jeez. They did really creepy. And this stuff. is just the stuff we know about. Right. Since since radio and television were invented, like before that, before oh, it was way worse. Oh was, my gosh, sure. the yeah. rat, the wheel, the way they would torture and execute Dude, people, yeah. and, and like four hundred years ago, the, you should look up the wheel. It's such a digit. Oh, okay, would, like, so if, tie people to a rack and then break their arms. Exactly. On the wheel. So if you're interested in that, okay, I was totally wrong about the number of the unit. It's unit seven thirty one. Seven thirty one. Yeah, and then yeah, so much, uh, so much torture. It's amazing that we we have peace at all. Like people don't understand peace is the anomaly. Yeah. I was reading that a lot of what we know about hypothermia, we only know because of that. Was it seven thirty one? Seven thirty one. Yeah, that, like we took their research, and so it benefited us. But the human exploitation and experimentation and all that stuff happened. So anyway, look, I think a reasonable human being hears a story of like scientists putting humans into like torture devices to watch their bones break and we're like yo that's evil stuff or they're like you know taking people for no reason other than their ethnic background and loading them on trains and we're like dude and then you have police who are like please stop burning down the neighborhood and they're like we live in a fascist dictatorship it'd be a hard job to be a cop i've never been a cop i don't know if you guys have i mean i don't think either you guys have ever been cops no like to go out there and be (laughs) afraid someone's gonna fire on you to shoot you basically yep. if you if you don't Bro, go, cop, shoot them first a cop got shot in the head in vegas when and he's paralyzed this is now. crazy yeah like, what a like, crazy job and i don't want robots to do it because the robot is going to be on automatic and it's going to be like you are guilty or whatever i don't know though i don't know though because the robot's not going to have to use lethal, lethal force because the robot's not not alive indestructible i mean not indestructible but the robot doesn't need to fear for its own destruction that's a good point it can be repaired and right. it's not a person so the robot can have only less lethals and be effective. That's a good point. However, a robot's not going to chase down a dude hopping fences. Well, the and right robot might have you seen those Boston Dynamics. Yes. Oh, those dude, I do not want to live in I that world. That. Could yeah. you imagine? But what if it's only for just? No, 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 no. It's going to turn around and be like, you it's like going to face a recognition you, and it's going to go, Ian Crossland, you have like, jaywalked. I didn't mean to drop the paint. You have jaywalked for <laughs> the last time. Hand, I yeah, one time I was in L.A., I was driving down a hill at night, and it was raining. And I was moving fast down the hill, and the light turned yellow. And I, I hit my brakes, but I was going to skid. And I didn't know if someone was coming behind me. So I just, it turned red, and I just went through it because it was the safe thing to do. If I slammed on my brakes and someone came behind me, it would have been an accident. Robot cop would arrest you. Uh, the camera took a picture of my car mm-hmm. and sent me a ticket. But a cop wouldn't have. A cop would have been like, you did the right thing. And I've, I've had, a, I had a friend who got a uh, ticket in the mail for blowing a red light. And they show you the picture of you doing it. And it was like basically a, a comic of someone doing a, a, a legal uh, right turn on red. It was like you see the car pull up, stop. And then like the next panel is just waiting. And then it's turning to the right. Yeah, it's like clerical error alone is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. humans have clerical error. And that's kind of what there's these revolutions about. Right Think now. about what happens if like. So if the robot has no lethal capabilities and it can catch you, that might not be a bad thing. Stun because you. what's the word? Maybe not. It, Put it, you it, to it, sleep. But it, not, it, it might not need to do those things. It can just grab you and you're like, ah, I can't get off this robot and I can't carry it. It's too heavy. What do I do? bone trying to get away. I mean, but you might be right. I mean, if you do Subdu- that. Sub- just subduction. Is that the word? Subduing sub- people? Subduction. Yeah. That sounds right. Maybe. I, I mean, kind maybe of right. Kind of wrong. Subduing I'm, 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 you know, so I guess the issue is maybe it does make sense 
and uh, maybe it can be done better because, like I mentioned, it, you know, if the robot breaks, well, okay, so it's, it's, oh, it's vandalism. So cops could be in a VR helmet, like how drone pilots are, com- combar- commanding oh, their yeah. AI robot. Have you, have you seen? Uh, you, you, you've seen those things where it's like a cradle where you strap on a harness. And then you stand to the VR gaming rig. Oh no, let's get one. And you wear these special shoes, and you're in the bowl. And you, when you run, your feet slide. Yes, oh, yeah. I love those. So things. the cops have. So basically, like like the movie Surrogates. All right, I haven't seen it. So like in Surrogates, everybody lays in this bed and then connects their brain to a fake robot version of themselves. Yeah. And that's it's or, or maybe even like Ghost in the Shell. No, that's still human human uh, right. acti- like Right. The the problem with like a robot is that you're going to be like on your way to your job. And you don't have money for bail, and you need, really need this interview. And the robot's going to look at you and go, "You blew the red light, Ian." And you go, I, "I'm I'm walking. Submit. I'm I'm not driving. I didn't bro. Submit. Submit." And you're like, ah. <laughs> "It could be way. It could be way worse." I, I, are Who programs other- the robots? I know. Humans. We would yeah. have to be free software. We would have to know the code <laughs> and what oh, they were. Man. Like, That's on demand, you would have to be able to look at the robot's code. Like, show me your badge number. Show me your code to make sure it's not doing something faulty. The robot could maybe just hold you until a human officer showed up, but then it, you still have the problem of the human officer being like, look, I don't know what happened after review the file. You're under arrest. And then what if the what robot malfunctions and it accuses you of like some really crazy crime? No, that's dystopia. <laughs> but I guess they could review footage and then have to prove it. Yeah. Otherwise, you get cut loose immediately. You know what? This could be they're, like there. there is a net benefit to the surveillance state that people often don't talk about. Sure. That. So I was reading. I was reading this thing on Reddit about. Uh, how I think it was on Reddit. How how they catch serial killers? What was I watching? I was, I was I think I was watching Sherlock, the the BBC one. That show's pretty good actually. I'm gonna watch more of that. Is that Benedict? Yeah, yeah uh, he's good. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he's great. And they said like, how do you ca- how would you go about catching a serial killer today? And they said what people don't realize is that it's actually really easy to. Oh no no no! I think I was watching it was I was watch, I was watching Red Dragon. Oh yeah, we just watched that. Yeah yeah yeah, and they were saying, why am I watching these serial killer killer things? Anyway, I don't know, man. No, go deep. Question, yeah, go him. deep. I just watched Dexter. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. No, no, they said basically, though. when there's a car spotted, they just punch it in, and they can pull up surveillance footage from a lot of things that are like networked and facial recognition, and then they immediately are like, oh look, we found out who was there, and here's our suspect. Fingerprints and, in general, man. That was right. a huge leap forward in law enforcement that I think, for the most part, has done a lot of good for society. Criminals are caught, you know, that otherwise would have just been in and out. Think about what the surveillance state can actually end up doing good. I ultimately think the surveillance state is going to be really bad because I, I think there's certain laws that have to be broken, and I'll talk about it in a second. But uh, think, think about it this way. We, have, we hear all these stories about innocent people getting charged and innocent people going on death row. Imagine if a dude, it, you know, the cops show up to his house and say, the description you know, of this murder, it's, they, they said, you are the suspect. And the guy goes, dude, I wasn't anywhere near there. I was at work that day. And they go, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to check the surveillance network. It looks like you were right. Sorry, you waste your time, sir. And they leave. Mm-hmm. So it can prove innocence. It can. It, people are worried about it because you'll be like found guilty or caught. And I'm kind of like, there, there, there is something to be concerned about because we never get rid of laws. Right. That's the big problem. It's, right. It's so easy to make them relative to getting rid of them. Never go so then, how do you actually get rid of these laws? I don't know. You have to repeal them. People have to break them sometimes. Or go, yeah, go to a state next to where it's illegal and do it until the people are pressured to change it where they are. But if, if it's a federal thing, then how do you do that? Marijuana is a really good example. Yeah. I was talking to uh, this hacker dude. His name's Moxie Marlin Spike. Hmm. And he explained to me the problem with mass surveillance and a lack of uh, secrecy and privacy is that people need to break the law to know when laws should be broken or should be repealed. And he said marijuana is the best example. If people weren't breaking the law by smoking it, 
then how would they know they wanted it to be legal? That's a good point. So the problem then is not about whether you think marijuana should be legal or not legal. It's that uh, illegal or not is that we keep making new laws. And when do we get rid of them? My favorite is there's like their books about wacky laws. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Uh, a little bit. It's like you can't take a shower on Tuesdays, yeah. Yeah. you know, if it's sunny can't, out or something like that. Can't tie your goat up to stop right. signs. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. That makes sense, though. That makes sense. There, there, I, there was one where it was like you can't bake a cherry pie and put it on your windowsell on Sunday afternoon. Oh, because it's tempting. Be, oh, like, it's like all the churchgoers. It's, you don't want to. I, like what happened <laughs> to make these. Sense. Yeah. Like what, what happened to make these laws so required? These laws are interesting to me because, you know, there's really interesting stories behind all of them. Like. <laughs> Why can't you put a cherry pie on your windowsill? Why can't you tie a goat to a stop sign? And, it, and it's probably it's, it's, it's probably some law that was created just to appease like an angry old lady. Probably like like her her neighbor kept putting pies. It was a that, Karen. Yeah, and her neighbor was attracting the local kids. Yep. So she went to like the local mayor darn and kids. was like, "These kids keep coming because she's putting her pies up." She knew well, somebody. That, yeah, that was she had in, connections. Yeah. And yeah. the mayor's like, "Okay, how about you can make your pies, put them on the windowsill, but not on Sunday because we're going to go to church and you don't want the kids coming around." Leave her alone. Fine. <laughs> now there are these crazy laws. There's like there's a lot of the laws that are crazier about like water conservation. Oh, like you can't take a bath on this day at this time, oh. something like that. Whoa! And it's like we never got rid of those laws. Oh, okay. But I, re- I, I th- that's what th- this is what judges are for. Like if if a cop kicked in your door, it's like aha, taking a bath on Sunday at four p.m. Oh snap, Jimmy, lock him up. The, the, the judge is going to be like, get out of here. What is this? There's some weird federal laws on the books right now, like uh, ancient, you know, espionage. Was it? Is it the Espionage Act? Is that one that's like this old from like the 1780? Whenever? Logan Act. The Logan Act. How old is that? 1700, yeah. seven, late 1700s, and I think. And it's, it's one of the, I've, I don't know much about it, but. It's that you can't represent, you can't. So this is what Michael, got Michael Flynn. Yeah. And it's, and it's a bunk law because it's never been used. You can't go to a foreign country and claim to represent the U.S. The law was made because we didn't have phones. Right. If you if like if you went to Egypt and you like went to a state building and you said you were like a diplomat, they'd be like they pick up their phone and be like, "No, you're not." Is is Ian Cross on a diplomat? What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. It's that simple. There's no there's no real concern about it. You get charged on the Logan Act. I, I, I'm not sure if the Logan Act applies to private citizens. I think it does, right? I'm not that, that's, sure. That's I don't what the think issue it does. Is. But like a congressman couldn't go to Egypt and be like, "I'm here on behalf of the United States." I think that's it. That's right. Okay. Because because they're not actually. Yeah, I think they're not there on behalf of the United States. They'd be there. In a, like, I. You know what? That's a good question. Actually, it, I know that. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe it has to do with you're you're there as a de- part of a delegation that's confirmed and assigned versus you going as a private citizen and negotiating. There are some concerns about it, like if Trump is negotiating uh, some deal with say Iran, and then a senator flies to Iran and then undercuts that deal. There's issues there. But like the Logan Act is one of these laws that says like doesn't really make sense anymore. Yeah, because, because they can make make a phone call if they know you're a senator. You don't have to say you're a senator to go talk to some Israeli businessman. I mean, so are you autom- no. just just by nature of your title? Are you if you DM yeah, someone on Twitter? Weird, is it exactly with the internet? Anyway. Like cross border communication is just so natural now. So any anyway though back back to the the point before we go off into you know Wally the, World or the stratosphere if, deep space how do we what do we do to get rid of all these laws should we have like a law a, a laudit yeah and we go Ooh. through just yeah, go through I all the laws like this one's gotta go this one's gotta go I'm gonna spin the UFO for that because we, we yeah. should do a laudit and laudit. smash that like button I love it if you Absolutely. like that word as much as I do <laughs> yes. laudit yeah I'm adding it to a the law audit speak. no but for real yeah we've got uh, uh, it it seems like we only ever stack laws up. 
It, it very much. Could you imagine a robot that enforced every single law? Oh, it would be my in goodness. pure insanity. That'd yeah. be a really actually, chaos. It would probably have conflicting laws that it, it couldn't, yeah. couldn't compete. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. You'd fry its robot. Especially when you do federal law and state law. Definitely. I am federal. They, 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 they probably oh man well I mean that kind of exists today but could you imagine like DEA robots encountering state police robots robot and, warfare and then the robots are just fighting in the street because like the, the laws are different and the criminals like, are running around think about it this way <laughs> with, with the kind of chaos we've seen where the states are going up against the federal government right now like say Oregon for instance where the attorney general sued the federal government and they're saying like you can't do these things here we had we had a, a, a DA in Philly say that he would arrest feds if they came to enforce the law in, in Philly or something like that. So what would happen if the state robots are programmed and they're like, don't allow anyone else to enforce the law. Federals are not allowed to be here. Then ATF or robots or like Federal Protective Service robots show up. And then the robots like, I'm imagining those Boston Dynamics things and they like run yes. and they see you and they're like, citizen, you are in violation of, you know, city ordinance, unlawful assembly oh declared. God, freaking me out. And then the other robot runs up and goes, you know, like, uh, uh, law enforcement unit 7369, federal 234, you are in violation. And they both start spouting code at they're each like, other. Yeah. <laughs> and then they both just grab each other and Interface. start shaking. And they're like, zeet. And then they start, <laughs> Just unscrewing each I, other. And then one climbs on top of the other. And now there's two robots and they're running around. I, oh, it's yeah. crazy. I think you're right because if there's bad laws and a robot has to enforce that, that is bad news. Humans are like, I know it's bad. I'm not going to enforce it. Like, you see cops, yeah, they were like. I don't know about well, that. in theory. In theory. I don't know about that. Okay, maybe maybe you're right though. Maybe it's actually like an anomaly when a when a human disenforces a, a bad law. I mean, you've got these cops in Virginia saying the sheriffs we're not going to enforce enforce these these gun control measures. You know, they're violations of the Second Amendment, and they started setting up these sanctuary jurisdictions. That's the police being like, I will not cross that line. But if we did robots, then you could just be like, here's the law, up, here's the law update. And then you're like, it's like a gigabyte file of all these crazy laws. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm. So this could be like how they do plane manuals. Because instead of carrying really big, thick books around now, pilots just have these tablets that they carry with them. And at, before every single flight, the manual for the whole plane is updated and they can look through it if they need to. So imagine like you're standing next to a robot and you're like, uh, you're like, robot, inquiry. And the robot goes, yes, citizen. Would it be illegal if I uh, cross the street right here? No, you're okay. Thank you. And then all of a sudden it blinks a light, downloading new laws. Oh, no. And then you cross the street and it goes, stop, citizen. You have violated the law. And then you're like, wait, what? That'd be oh cool because the robots would never get tired of answering your questions. And they wouldn't get frustrated. And if you could be like at any time, tell me the law, they would have it for you. I actually think it might be cool to have robot cops. But uh, because I think it would reduce the amount of, it would actually reduce the amount of physical harm that comes to people. Like, Humans make mistakes too. Robots don't make mistakes. Like they get scared. Robots don't get scared. And so the robot, but but also that the robot's going to be like, there's no fear of lethal harm, like lethal yeah. force. Mm -hmm. So you could be a criminal running with a gun, and the robot's going to be faster than you. It's going to be able to run longer. You're not. It's going to subdue you. It's going to. Uh, it's going to have connections to like helicopter. It's going to ignore. It can see you from the helicopter. So like it doesn't. You know it doesn't. It I don't can, know. It it's can tough, track man. you easier with like it's tough. I agree with you, man. I'm all about using technology to help solve problems. It, it, the challenge, I guess, is like we already said, though, it, the laws get out of hand. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes, you know what? To be fair, though, maybe we'll get to that point where we'll create a, a, some good AI that can have better judgment. One of the really interesting things about AI and judgment right now is, is uh, self-driving cars. So one of the biggest problems with self-driving cars is that somebody has to program whether the car crashes into a grandmother or a baby. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Oof. 
Yup. So I, I don't know if you guys have heard about mm-hmm. this. this kind of, yeah. So it's basically, tough. when a human is driving a car, and then all of a sudden an old lady stumbles out in front of the car, you're like, oh no! And then you have a split second, and it's like, if I keep going forward, old lady goes flying. If I veer left, I will crash into a tree and die. Someone, so you choose. And if you hit the old lady, like you might get some kind of charge. It might be considered an accident. You might not get in trouble. You'll live. If you try and avoid the old lady and you die, you made the choice. And everyone makes a choice, uh, you know, based on their own morality or whatever. Someone's got to program into these self-driving cars which one to kill. And then does it... The driver or the... Does it go to like the car company have to cover the, the legal ramifications? I don't think so. I think it'd be the insurance company. The insurance company. So if, if your car, automated car, kills somebody, it's not in your hands. It would, it would be... Would you get in a car that told you outright, if this car encounters any potential uh, like lethal in, uh, fatal instance, it will sacrifice you? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. No, yeah, there's no, no, way. Like, no way. Hi, welcome to Tesla automatic driving car. Good if luck. we crash, we'll kill you. <laughs> it's like, no, I'll ta- we'll I'd rather you first. Quite the yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather, Gosh, what have you done? I bumped the table. No. You broke the you UFO. You got the magic touch. You could, no, you, you, have, to, you have to do it. Knock the UFO uh, off. Again. Oh, so you know, you just got to just kind of center it. Okay. Anyway, let's let's do this. Let's let's we, we talked enough about robots. No, we haven't. Let's, talked let's talk about what's going on with the Oath Keepers, man. Okay. Check this out, everybody. We got uh, we got we got some news. Did you figure it out? I think so. No, no. you can't get it. Oh, you got no. the touch. Just yeah. take it. Take, just take it off. Otherwise, it'll overheat from okay, the Check this out. Twitter bans far right extremist group, the Ooh. Oath Keepers. The company says the group violated its policies on violent extremist group. The first question I have is, Ian, do you know who the Oath Keepers are? I'm just learning about them today do, and yesterday. Do you? I do. I do Do you think they they're an extremist group? They are not. I don't think they're so like either. They're like the three percenters. Yeah, I think they're just like, well, I think they've been pushing the rhetoric for sure. Yeah. Okay, well, but, they're like middle-aged guys who really want to do something, and this is what they do on Saturday afternoons is the vibe I kind of get off them. I'm, they I'm show up to protests and they yeah. walk around and I'm not convinced they're going to do anything crazy. Isn't isn't like the, the general concept of the group is that they're staunch constitutionalists. Yeah, I think that's why they're called Oath Keepers. This is going to be really interesting, mm. you know, because we, we we got problems, man. I'll tell you what. Um, I'm not a fan of people calling for violence. I think we got to simmer everything down. But I, I've been I've been having conversation after conversation about how the, the Constitution is Swiss cheese. Our, 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 that it doesn't even matter for it's the most a part. Guideline at the very least. There's, yeah, I mean, not, not even. even. But there's, there's, there's like no penalty for any of these lawmakers proposing unconstitutional laws and getting them passed and then violating people's rights. It's just a well. It's on. It's incumbent upon you to sue if your rights were violated. What, what's an example of something? Is there anything that stands I mean, off the top of your head? If you want to uh, look, to be fair, there are a lot of things in the Constitution that like rules have been imposed based on Supreme Court rulings. Specifically on the Second Amendment's the easiest one, but search and seizure it'd be violated every day. Okay, like metadata spying. Oh, that, that's really NSA. Weird. The NSA spying stuff that Snowden right. revealed. Like that's really obvious. Where the CIA got invented in like the '40s, and that didn't exist when they wrote the Constitution. I'm gonna give a mention to uh, uh, Caitlin Bennett. You know who she is? She's the gun rights activist from Kent State. Is it she? Alma mater. What up? Yeah. She's from yeah, Kent State. yeah okay, so so re- so this video going around today of her. And she is this angry mob screaming, you know, F you and stuff. And the cop says, you have to leave. And she's like, why? I didn't do anything. And the cop says, I can't control these people. So we're going to leave. We'll make you leave because it'll, it'll you know, be safe. And then she says, a very good point. If you can't control them now, you're not going to be able to control them even if I leave. And that's true. But this is a really good example. The police straight up saying, we will violate your rights in order to make our job easier. That's it. 
So, the, so the the police they do this all the time. They will like the, uh, they will arrest you, saying you're 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 out of line and you're interfering with police work because the crowd's angry at you. And this is because they're fearing for their own personal safety. It's it's the it's the way I've often described it. If if you put a human being in front of a giant angry screaming mob. And they say, okay, I can, can tr- I can try and get a ton of officers to stop this mob, or I can just arrest the one person. Oh, that's a slippery slope. But that's what they do. That's what they- I see. So, so listen, this is, this is why I've explained that as, as the chaos and the calamities escalates, that there's a real fear that with these, these extremists showing up to the homes of, of mayors and police chiefs, like they, they showed up to the home of Carmen Best, the Seattle police chief, and uh, the, the neighbors came out with guns. Eventually, they're going to come to someone's house, and the mob's going to be so large the people there, like, imagine if a mob showed up in front of our house, and then we're like, what do we do? Call the police. The police show up and see 300 people screaming and throwing bricks and blah, rabble, rabble, rabble. And they're like, oh, man, what do we do? And they're like, what do, what, what do these people want? And they're like, arrest them. They're Nazis. Arrest them. The cops are like, we can't stop them, and they're going to hurt a lot of people. But if we arrest the people in this house, maybe they'll stop. So the police they- capitulating to mob justice is unconstitutional well, of but, course but the police can't can't do anything about it because they're not strong they're not enough army. a cop arresting you for free for expressing your free speech rights because other people are threatening you right. like you're not committing any crimes wait the cop didn't threaten to arrest caitlin he kicked right? her i mean let's, did he let's, actually effectively kick her out and did yes. he even have backup or was he like a security guard? he removed her I had and, many and, and i'd be willing to bet she would have been arrested if she said no remember when ben shapiro tried speaking at that event mm-hmm. and they and the cop was like if you cross this line you will be arrested i remember that yeah, yeah. exactly what did ben shapiro do no, nothing he was in, he was going to speak at a college campus protesters shut up started screaming rabble 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 and then uh, Ben was like, I'm supposed to speak here. And the cop's like, I don't care. Is it because the cop's job is to keep the peace at a local level? Whatever the national law or state law is, it's the local peace. I don't know. the first priority. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll, I don't know if their priority is supposed to be keeping the peace. But I'll tell you this. I have a right to speak. Right. I have a course, First yeah. Amendment right. If other people are committing crimes, the police need to arrest those committing crimes, not me. And And peace can come from, like, subduing who you hate like if a crowd goes and, and wants to lynch somebody if they get to lynch the guy there then they, there might be peace afterwards mm, but right? is that justice it no. won't be though let's yeah. be let's be real if 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 they're if they get away with this like they did with ben they will keep doing it realizing it works a tactic yeah 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 so anyway let's go back to what's going on with the oath keepers the reason i bring all that up is they're staunch constitutionalists they're banned now because they're basically one of the things this guy tweeted and i, I don't agree with it he said the shots have been fired, the, the the guy who died in Portland, and he says, we're going to give Trump one more chance to declare this a Marxist insurrection. Otherwise, you know, we're going to take action or something like that. And so there's there's very serious questions that are asked among very politically charged groups, even Antifa. At what point are they allowed to have a violent redress of grievances against the government? That's I, a scary thought. I think they should avoid doing that. If you study the Russian Revolution at all, this is kind of interesting, calling it Marxist, because... When capitalism starts to fail, as what it did in, you know, 20th, early 20th century, the Great Depression was coming on, um, there other people look for other methods of economy, and communism was the main one. And so it looks like these right. people are in a similar situation with COVID shutting everything down, people losing their... And but they've so got it better than ever. Um, it, technically, yeah. Literally. Society in general, the poorest among us have it better than the richest 200 years ago, yep. I would argue. Definitely. But... 
responding to that uprising that with violence like they had the white army and the red army the basically the the monarchs tried to s stop the communist uprising by creating a white army and fighting back against them so then the communists created a red army and fought back against them and just escalated the yeah. violence yeah like, so if, i i don't want to re relive that who would you rather win the far left or the far right i don't know who they are that's the problem it's just extremists or extremists well to me. well hold on hold on the oath keepers are they, they they purport that they are staunch constitutionalists they don't seem far anything that's middle of the road you think i mean the constitution's legit yeah that's right. and then you have the far left which are avowed marxists and communists people that want a, a marxist revolution is a little extreme to me it didn't work the first it didn't work in russia um really really didn't work because you, you have to put somebody in charge of like everybody's property yeah you can't do that if they had like an ai system built out that was going to be like a literal like everyone had a piece and we had you could measure it on like a blockchain and see and no human was involved with like passing out anything it would just came to us i could see like a technological revolution yeah, we but wouldn't call i'd call it something other than communism who designs the ai it would have to be free software it would have right. to be agreed upon voted on and then we'd have to see the code well, let, let, let me tell you something. If there was, if, if there was, I think one of the ideas that the far left has in terms of their goal for revolution is that if they can purge any memory of liberty, then people won't crave what they don't know exists. You know what I mean? True. Like book burning. So yeah, yeah, right? If, if right now, actually, have you seen, uh, let's, let's do some Marvel references. Have you seen uh, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier? Have you guys negative? Oh no, yeah, I've seen it. That's mm -hmm. the one where uh, the, the the bad guys took the Hydra infiltrated. That's what it is, right? Hydra infiltrated. I believe shield? so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they want to have the giant helicarriers just kill all the undesirables. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they're like, if we kill, you know, three billion people, those are the ones who cause the problems. Then we'll have a bunch of, you know, just like sheeple. I guess they didn't use that word, but the general idea is they think that. If no one, if, if you have a society that from birth was raised to never understand concepts of freedom, then they would be happy. Ignorance is bliss. And that seems to be a tactic that they kind of go for. That's why everything they do is a lie. Everything is manipulative. Everything is deception. For me, that's the antithesis of like life, what you're supposed to do, explore, create, experience. And so they want to create a rigid, gray, colorless, you know, cube world where everything's like, just have you read A Wrinkle in Time? Oh, man, when I, I was have, like yeah. seven. We do not want that world. What is that world? That's like? the gray, colorless, yes. mother brain controlling everything world. The Borg. Yeah, basically. And then you have the Borg, Borg queen Borg. controlling everything. Ooh, mm -hmm. funky. It does feel like we're headed towards Borg reality, man. Would well, you, are you going to get the neural link? I'm going to let the people that have debilitating injuries test it for 10 years you know five yeah, years kind of like a right to try thing almost and, and if they turn out to be superhuman and have mega access to the internet yes super cool like the neuralink people yeah so there's a an outer limits episode about this where everyone is connected to something called the stream but then like the general idea of the stream is to give people access to knowledge so they have these brain implants and they don't think for themselves for the most part because they don't have to. They'll be like, there's a door. And then they'll think. like It, it just streams the information right to their brain. So they know where everyone is. They know what everyone is doing. And so there's one guy who's got some kind of like neurological issue where he can't get an implant. He has to read books. He's a normal guy. But they call him disabled because he can't access the stream, right? But then something happens where the stream's goal is to like acquire information and, and provide that information to people. But everything is information. So it starts creating information where it's like, how many hairs can you pull out of your head? Just like arbitrary. Oh, that sounds like Twitter. Because no, I'm just kidding. No, Twitter. no, but 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 but, but, yeah. it, but right. That's, that's what kind of what I'm getting to, 
where you end, you'll end up with a bunch of people like you look at look how bad Twitter is. Right. Is it even a bad thing that Twitter has banned, you know, the Oath Keepers in a sense? Because like, I don't know why they ban them. Well, because I, they were posting things like, you know, the first shot has been fired and whatever. Well, that other girl was posting exactly. all that violent stuff we were talking oh, about yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, that's a good point. If it yeah. wasn't imminent calls for violence, then they, I don't think they should have been banned. Exactly. What oh, was that yeah. lady's name? look her up. Oh, crap. I don't remember. Um, I agree with what you say about about removing information. I think if someone's in that path, I don't agree with them, whether they're far this or that yeah you know what i was thinking too the fact that if you did take liberty away from us within a generation everyone would have forgotten because people adapt so quickly this is why we've come up with like word of mouth like storytelling this is why we write stuff down and write books and we communicate with our children it's because we don't want to forget the stuff that happened before us we stopped doing it this has happened and before we know it, we're going to lose all this stuff we work for it's like have you have you guys seen uh stargate yeah, the movie. Like we're just doing movie references tonight. Yeah, I guess. tonight is I movie love references. When, Dude, James Spader's the man. When they meet the people, they can't write because the the aliens realized that humans having the ability to share information and and record it allowed them to fight, like realize their freedom and their rights. And so the the enslaved people on the other planet are like scared of writing, but because of this, they can't organize properly and yes, fight back. Slaves weren't allowed to learn to read or write. That's amazing. And they had a verbal tradition too. This is why they ban people from the internet. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think that liberty is a natural human desire? Hundred yes. percent. Yeah. So, okay. Totally. Then then you can never stop it. This is listen. I, I'm. This, they just banned uh, the Oath Keepers like. Today, I guess, was I think it? So. I think so, yeah. So I made this point, right? We, we talk a lot about civil unrest, the potential for civil war and all this stuff. And I hear all the time from the right, they're like, "We, if there's ever a war, we're going to crush the left. Yeah. And they oh, like yeah. high five and chest bump stuff. I'm kidding. But they say like the left won't, won't, won't know it hit them because we have all the guns and stuff. And my response is your your internet will cut, will cut off. You're, you're going to be sitting in your house and you're going to be like, I am ready if these people want to take my constitution. I'm ready to fight. And then all of a sudden your internet goes out and you're like, I wonder what's happening. Then what do you yeah. do? They're all organized now because they because they control social media. Twitter Twitter just banned the Oath Keepers and they allowed this Black Lives Matter woman who said violence is the only way to stay up. This huge screed about how they have to get violent. And that's allowed to stay. That's it. And it's Those been up for weapons. days. And you have Antifa actively organizing on the platform and the Oath Keepers gone. I wish I saw what what literally was the thing that banned them. Is that is that public knowledge? Um, let me let me see if I can. That's pull another it up. problem with banning someone is you lose access to what it was that got them banned, and then how do you? That's a good point because then you're like, how extreme are they actually? Because I know that people like to call anybody right of Mao, you know, far right or whatever. Here, check check this out from oh, Talking Points Memo. With itchy trigger fingers, some right wingers predict the next civil war has finally arrived, and they say, "quote the first the first shot has been fired, brother." said Stuart Rhodes, founder of the armed anti-government group Oath Keepers. I don't think they're anti-government. I think they're constitutionalist. He says, quote, civil war is here right now. We'll give Trump one last chance to declare this a Marxist insurrection and suppress it as his duty demands. If he fails to do his duty, we will do ours. Hmm. Yeah. I would contest, too, that being constitutionalist is being anti-government because the entire point of the Constitution was to constrain not the people, the government. What that guy typed is legal, but Twitter's uh, terms isn't about what's ever legal in the U.S. That's one thing about that, Minds yeah. is it's like what's legal can do on the platform. So that would be allowed on Minds, but on Twitter, it's I don't know what their terms are probably different. What, and, and, and you mentioned, we talked about this the other day, the lady saying violence is the only way or whatever. Yeah. And you said that would also be allowed. It's, it's not imminent violence. It's not right. saying do this violent thing on this day at this time because then you're calling for imminent violence. That is illegal. 
So that right. would come off mines. Right. Incitement. But just saying, let's get dirty, let's go, ki- let's kill them. I mean, it's crazy to say that, but it's legal. Really? Yeah. Wow. As long That's as you're not saying, let's kill this person. What, on if, this. What, if, what if you said, like, I'm so angry, everyone, burn it all down, burn it all yeah, down. Yeah, it's too vague. It's legal. That's vague. Yeah. That's saying burn it all, because yeah. you're not yeah, telling If you're saying burn it all down at 2 p.m. on Tuesday is illegal. Yeah, the courthouse, yeah, for sure. What do you mean? It's imminent. becomes an imminent threat oh, when you oh, give oh, a time oh, and a if day. If you say, go do this, right, right, right. If you said, everyone go out, burn it down. Because there, there was a guy who actually said that, right? Like, during Ferguson? Yeah, I think he so. He was like, burn it all down, just mm-hmm. something, something like that. So this, this, is the, this, is the, this is the big issue, man. If you don't have access to technology, how can you uh, how can you actually win? So you think if someone attempts a, a violent uprising, that the tech companies would be in cahoots with like the government and shut them out, like I, cut off their ISPs, cut out their communication tactics? It's it's hard to say. What 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 what's the allegiance of these corporations? Right? No, that's really freaky. they're very ideological. They're corporate. It's just their allegiance is to their business plan. No, they're very left wing. Maybe, but they're but we've we've seen them overtly like. I, I think I think they're willing to sacrifice business in exchange for ideological gains. Some of them, I Twitter especially. Yeah, Jack. like Twitter. Twitter is you know some people have argued why is it that they allow Antifa to stay on the platform? There's actually a really really good answer. You know why? So the cops know what their plans are. Good mm-hmm. good point. Otherwise they'll be in the shadows. They're not concerned about Stuart Rhodes saying you know thing, whatever. So there's so Twitter is just like get rid of them. And then you have all these Antifa accounts saying, here, we're going to go do this, this thing at this place. And then you probably have the cops saying, please don't ban them. They're giving us their intel. Oh, wow. Maybe, right. yeah. Yep. It's impossible to know. That's crazy. But so, so the, main, the main point, though, uh, is would Twitter side with the far left in the event of some kind of civil war? And, and it's like the answer is yes. Flip of a coin, no, Matt. No, no the answer is yes. Who runs Twitter? Yeah. We don't even know. Oh, it's it's, it's, overt, it's overtly stockholders. Yes. Yeah, no. it's it's so so. Here's 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 my prediction because I've had this conversation with people. I'm like, listen, let's say that on November th- right now, Twitter and Facebook have both said, if Donald Trump tries to declare victory in the election, they'll they'll remove his his posts. This is after the votes come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yep. wow! If on November fourth, it is a Trump landslide with no possible way for Biden to win, and Trump says, "We did it. I won." There's no way the mail-in votes will get it. They said. If Trump tries to declare victory early, we will remove those posts. Twitter and Facebook said that. Just Trump, not Biden. Just Trump. Do you think they were insinuating that anyone that does it would be removed? But it, uh, that's a dumb question because they didn't. They, they just said Trump. Trump. Right. So, so here's what happens. November, November uh, 4th. Landslide Trump. 400 electoral votes. No way Biden can win. Trump comes out and he does a press conference and says... Even if the mail-in votes come in, no one expects, you know, the experts are saying, and you'll get like a bunch of conservative outlets saying, there's no way you could possibly flip these to Biden, even with mail-in votes based on, you know, traditional voter, like uh, turnout and stuff like this. Then Biden refuses to concede, like Hillary Clinton asked. Hillary Clinton straight up said Biden should not concede. So he goes, I am not going to concede because we're going to count these votes to the very end. Trump says, there's no way you can win. I'm the victor. A week goes by and all of a sudden, huh? Record voter turnout. Who'd have thought? And they found a bunch of ballots just stacked in the back of a post office. Well, convenient for them. And then Biden squeaks by with just enough electoral votes for a narrow, very narrow victory. And then Biden comes out and says, you see, we've won. And then Trump says, this is not possible. And then you have two, two factions declaring victory. Trump then says, we're going to sue. We're going to sue. They say, well, we're going to sue you back. No one knows what happens. And then you end up with, with a circumstance where you now have Trump being declaring himself victor, Biden declaring himself victor. 
What do you think happens in that scenario? That would be like an instance of a, a potential civil war when nope. you have two leaders nope. that are at it. Nope. What would you think would nope, happen? Nope, nope, nope. New York Times, Washington Post, The Wall Street Journal, Time Magazine, oh, Newsweek. Oh, they just start printing Biden's what? the victor. Biden's the victor. Yep. Done. And then just try and just move. If you tell someone a lie enough yep. times, they start to believe it's it. True. And then what happens when Trump, when, I'll, I'll put it this way. What would happen if Trump does win? And it's and, and because they won't give us the results right away, Trump wins, you know, 400 whatever electoral votes. Then uh, Trump says, I won. There's no way they can win. And then all of a sudden, all the media companies just announced Biden won. That would be like not treason. I mean, I don't want to use that word. No, but what if, what if what if what if uh, uh, what if you know uh, someone from the Clinton uh, from the uh, Democratic campaign or like uh, I was going to say Podesta, who was Clinton's campaign manager, they go and they say, here's the proof. Here's the documents. We won. And then the New York Times, all these mainstream outlets say, you know, uh, com- uh, election commission reports that we've reviewed show that Joe Biden is, in fact, the winner, even though the official election results reported to the federal government sh- uh, would show Trump the winner. In fact, Joe Biden won. Right. So now you've got the media telling everyone, no, no, look, we went over the numbers. It's true. Joe Biden won. And Trump starts saying, I won. Then Twitter bans Trump. Then you've got a bunch of uh, a bunch of people actually within the government, right? Let's say a bunch of Secret Service people and a bunch of uh, feds know for a fact it's certified a Trump victory, but the media's reporting otherwise. So they 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 go with Trump. They say, don't worry, Mr. President, we're going to get a hold of things, and they start rushing to the White House or whatever. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of National Guardsmen have their phones going, and they all see this. Donald Trump is trying to stage a coup. New York Times, Washington Post. Trump is trying to steal the steal the White House. What will they believe? And their commanding officer is sitting there saying, I don't know. Yeah, that's, Who won? That's drastically confusing. Who won? Trump is still president, right? Until yeah. the 4th, no matter what, until January something? Or until January, Na- January 20th. So if there's a contention, he's still president until right, the 20th. Right, so, so that's why I think that scenario is... And uh, if I'm, Twitter I'm not, I'm banned not, him, he would go after Twitter in those what could months. He do? What could he do? Uh, make him reveal their code or something. He just he can't do that. I don't know what he would do, but he, I think he would. I'm not trying to rest. To be honest, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying that scenario will happen. I'm trying to make a point about what happens. The confusion. If yeah, if if there comes a point where Joe Biden and Donald Trump are both standing there and they both point to the Secret Service and they go arrest that man. Hopefully, the Secret Service won't do anything. The Secret Service is going to look at their phone and they're going to see all the mainstream media saying Joe Biden won. Yeah, but they're supposed to be Trump's bodyguard, so or the president's well, bodyguard. It's, it's, it, what, 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 I, what I mean to say is. The media is on the side of the left, and so is social media. And if Trump can't communicate and Trump supporters can't communicate, then then regular people are going to see Trump as the bad guy because the media will say so. That That's probably kind of what's happening already, I exactly, think. Exactly, exactly. Um, so with the, the vote's coming in, and it's going to be confusing. There's going to be mail-in votes, right? It's decided mm-hmm. we're doing mail-in votes. In many states, okay. not every state. So it's going to be, give it two weeks after the uh, the fourth before you start deciding who won, because they're going to have to count all the stuff. It's going to take weeks. I got to tell you, man, I'm really excited for November 4th till January 19th. It's going to be awesome. You know why? Because it's just, No, no, no. It's, I think it's, that, it's, I, look. It's a, a rainfall. What do you call it? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of bad things. A windfall. There's going to be a lot of bad things. But if Trump loses, I'm actually really looking forward to that. You know why? Why? Could you imagine what that guy's going to do? When he knows oh, it's yeah. like go on know. Rogan first <laughs> immediately, <laughs> which you should do anyway. I lost. Time. It's fine. I'm telling everything. Here's here's a book of all the pardons. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Everyone. Yeah. And what I if think, he pardoned everybody? What? I literally. And he could do that anyway, win or lose. He could just go on a pardon spree. And he sh- well, I think he should pardon a lot of people. That'd yeah. be great. That'd be great yeah. optics That's for what, him and for the, it, his family. Whether he whether he wins or loses, even if he doesn't know, it's going to be like January nineteenth, and he's going to be like. Well, I guess Nancy Pelosi is president. 
No one has any idea who, who won the election. I'm just going to pardon everybody. Dude. Just goes for it. And he's like, do, 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 do. just executive order. Just goes nuts. So there's actually an article that came out today where they were panicking about it. And it was like, it was like, what is it called? Like the 78 days of destruction or something. It was like, yeah, the day, the day after the election until the 20th, Trump is going to unleash fury. And it was a picture of Trump, like looking all like grim and there's like fire behind him. And then, and then like America is floating above the fire. Oh, they're creating. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about all that. But Trump will probably order with a withdrawal of all the troops and it'll it'll jam up the courts. They'll go to the courts and they'll try and block him. And he does a bunch of things. But he, I think he's going to, he, I, 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 man, I, I want to believe could you imagine if he was like flint water crisis allocate federal resources solve that problem snowden assange pardoned mm-hmm. Oof. So, uh, soldiers in the middle east withdraw everybody just legalize marijuana and every, yes. yep, yep. executive Release order offenders well he, he can't legalize it but he can put an executive order ordering them taking to, it off schedule one not to enforce oh great Yeah, congress would have to do the the scheduling i think but he can say no longer enforce marijuana laws de facto uh uh de facto legalization but then he could also say non-violent offenders yeah free to go pardon all so anything he was gonna do in his second term he'll do he'll before get it done in those days hopefully just, we, we don't nuts. have to force him to do it in a, in a few months and give him some time because i think he's gonna figure out new stuff to do as time goes on yeah of course as president who knows what's gonna happen i think uh there's, there's, there's always a lot of developments and the interesting thing right now is that although they keep saying joe biden is favored to win the polls are in his favor Sure, sure. Nate Silver tweeted that the only safe bet for Biden is if he wins five points more than Trump of the national popular vote. Then he's safe. What does that mean exactly? So if Joe Biden gets 45 and Trump gets 40. Okay. And that's percent yeah. of the national Or vote. if Joe Biden gets 49 and Trump gets, you know, 44. But if Joe Biden gets 47 and Trump gets 46 or what, what was the what was the percentages last time? It was like the 40s, like 42. Or yeah, something. I would say 42, 45 Yeah, so, so like Trump got 40. If, tr- if, if it's within two points, Trump has a 78% chance of winning. Why's Seven. that? Because Electoral College favors him. Oh, cool. Rural states. Okay. Yeah, they jam too many people up in California, you know? Mm-hmm. But oh, there's th- weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you look at the Electoral College, I don't think Joe Biden's going to get a five-point lead on Trump. I don't like, know much about the, 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 uh, like how it's built, that, how that system works, unfortunately. Well, so, so the, the general idea is and the national popular vote doesn't matter. Because California and New York are so populous, of course the Democrats will win the national popular vote. Okay. But when you factor in the Electoral College, because the president has chosen chosen based on states, then Trump is favored because right. more, more states are willing to support him. So it, it, it's hard to know, man. Uh, there's, been a lot of, there's been a lot of changes in, in the polls. But if I look at the polls now, I look at Joe Biden's character. There's a, there's a lot of reasons to believe that Joe Biden's absolutely going to lose. I know. But there's reason to believe he's going to win. Well... It wouldn't be a Biden victory. It would be a Trump loss. Exactly. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. The media is smearing Trump. They're not pushing Biden at all because there's nothing positive, barely anything positive about that guy to show. He he, he talks and makes mistakes with his words, which is hilarious. It's sad. Did you see the the guy from the Biden campaign was asked by Brett Baer, does Biden use a teleprompter? And the dude just was like, that's a Trump talking point. I am not going to allow Trump to filter questions through Fox News. 
And Brett was like, so you can't answer yes or no? Does he use Such a teleprompter? A basic question. Of course Biden uses a teleprompter. Here's what people don't get about Biden. Let me let me clarify some things for you. People say he's a gaffe machine, right? Oh, yeah. He always has been. He, he is a gaffe machine. But what people don't realize about a lot of his gaffes is that the prompter stopped moving. Mm -hmm. oh, it's yeah. that simple. And he has no. And so there was one point where he said his wife. Improbability. What did he, what did he say about like he repeated her name? Yeah. Like, it's like um, my said, wife, wife, my wife, my wife. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this, something was wrong with his teleprompter for sure. Exactly. It was like stuttering or something. No, it, it stopped. Yeah. And it was stopped on, on his. on. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He said something like, this is Jill, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife. And people were like, what's he what's doing? Happening? Oh, my God. Because the prompter stopped. Dude, that and then he was like, plagiarist. my wife, my wife. There's actually in the 90s. He plagiarized and got like made fun of. He plagiarized his speech last Just week now, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that Canadian guy. This is insanity. Yeah. Joe Biden, man. Just give it. I mean, no vote. That's the way it works. You know, just give it to somebody. But let's just kind of work on tech, other technologies together. Yeah, we could focus on other here's, stuff. Here's one of my, my bigger concerns about everything. Uh, so the Democrats blocked the COVID relief package. Mm -hmm. uh, how's that work? They... So uh, they needed 60 votes in the Senate to get it passed. And it's not. It's, 50, it's like 52 Republicans or whatever. So it was partisan lines. And the Democrats, in their bill, they wanted to ban voter ID. Why? Yeah, so that's why? like make secure, make make elections less secure. <laughs> yes. do, do people not have IDs? Is that is that a common thing? No. Are there citizens? Not, I mean, mine's expired. Really I'm in the process of getting a new one. Really, some not people though. don't have IDs, but well, no, no, I still have an ID. I have my passport. I mean, right. you kind of got to have an ID. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Have to to be a functioning person. So, I feel like what we're seeing with this with, with blocking this bill, the Democrats wanted to change a bunch of election rules. They wanted to change voter voter uh, uh, signature verification rules to give people a chance to correct them, which could draw out the election. The Republicans said no. The Republicans offered up COVID relief. The Democrats said no. And it's just purely tribal lines. Purely tribal. Dude, this two-party system is gone too it's far. It's going to collapse. Because it's not about, do we need COVID relief? No, it's don't let the Republicans win. That's craziness. Uh, and they want to tag things into it, like a voter registration law to a COVID yeah. relief package. Yeah, isn't that weird? Well, to be fair, the Republicans put in Everybody like FBI, FBI yeah. uh, building and like new Abrams missiles or whatever. Uh, has that been legal tanks? since the beginning of the country? I think so. It's just like, what do you do? You can't add something else to a bill, but how do you determine what is like? It, you could argue. It's yep. hard. How do you how do you define the terms? You know, what I, I don't mean? know. I don't know. Good point. Like, is it in the same genre of what you're voting on? Is it is it related to covid relief? If not, then no, it can't be part of this package. Well, they're going to argue, well, as part of covid relief, we need a strong federal apparatus to enforce the rules around covid. So they talk. It's a big talking game about talking. It's a debate. Yeah. Convince them of nonsense. So I'll tell you what, our... but, but I'll tell you what, if, if people in the government are like, we're going to provide COVID relief and build tanks, I'd be like, yeah, yeah what else okay. is new? Give me the COVID relief. If the Democrats are like, we're going to give you COVID relief three times higher than Republicans and weaken all of our election you know, processes, I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are they called? Earmarks? Yes. Where they stick, Something like stick that. random stuff into bills? It's called bills? pork. Ah, it's pork. so Earmarks. weird. Yeah. Random stuff. Yep. Like just, and, and I want a boat. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll sponsor this, but I, I get a boat. We get These a congressional boat. Ninety-page bills that I don't even think they, they they like hire lawyers that, to write yeah. for them, and then they don't even have to read it before yeah. they vote on well, it. Let's 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 jump to this next story real quick because this kind of falls in line with some of what I was saying. Oh yeah, check this out. New York high school student arrested for attending in-person classes on remote learning day. What school district says Maverick Stowe displayed irresponsible and selfish behavior with today's latest publicity stunt. Well, 
I learned his name, I guess. Maverick Stowe. That's it's, a, cool it's a great name, dude. Cool name, yeah. That's yeah, you know. That's thing I thought. That's a, that, that's a publicity stunt. He's protesting the coronavirus regulations in place at his school, at William Floyd High, in Massac, New York. The teen was being held at the 7th Precinct in Shirley, New York, on, on Thursday morning, his mother, Nora Stowe, told Fox News. Okay, listen. That's the gist of the story. They're doing remote learning, and he's, he's, he's rejecting this, so they arrested him. That's insane. I mean, like, we're, we're getting to the point where the whole system has gone insane, in my opinion, right? The bigger issue I have, and the reason I bring this up is, I don't, I don't understand what we're supposed to be doing. We're, we're not going to school. We're going to school. What, what's the Democrats' position again? Because I don't, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't, are they into school choice? No. no. I have no idea. Does Biden no. even have a position on this stuff? I don't know. Trump is school choice. Yes. So, 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 so wait, wait, wait. They want us to keep paying for these schools. Even though you'll be arrested if you go there. Yes. Are you tracking? I'm, I'm just. Yeah, I, I'm not I, tracking either. <laughs> but, but they don't want their, your parents to be able to watch you get taught, even though they're paying for it. Exactly. <laughs> that too. And also, they do want you to attend in Zoom meetings for your college classes, and they will charge you full tuition for the semester. It's, it's a wonderful I, situation. I, you know what, man? I was sitting here. And I was going to my main segment today was like, they're, they're cheating. It's so obvious they're cheating. So uh, Will, Will Chamberlain, he was supposed to be here the other day, but he couldn't make it. He has a tweet. It's really good. He said, basically, uh, mail-in voting is low integrity. Be, uh, you know, he, he said in-person voting is high integrity. Absentee voting is high integrity because you, you request it. And, they, you know, there's a process. Universal mail-in voting is low integrity. It just goes out to everybody. If you want low integrity voting, I can only assume it's because you intend to cheat. And I'm like, you've got the Dr. Burks, you got Dr. Fauci saying it's safe to vote in person. Straight up, they said it. That's where it should end. It, yeah, but it doesn't. Really it doesn't. We're still locked down. There's still, you can't go to the restaurants. There's 25 capacity waiting, waiting rooms. And we have to have universal mail-in voting. And I'm like, You're, you guys are cheating, aren't you? Then Twitter and Facebook come out and they're like, if Trump declares victory, we will ban him. We'll, we'll delete the posts. So if Trump oh. literally wins, he can't say, it's everything being stacked up. Trump needs to diffuse out of Twitter. He needs to, what's the word when you... Divest. Yeah, he needs to divest into multiple platforms. Because he needs to be able to speak to the public. And Twitter and Facebook are going to ban him. Yeah, he should not have to go through a corporation. He should be on Minds. He's our... He should definitely be on Minds. Here's here's why I bring this up. It's it's kind of like, look, there's there's only so much to be said about the New York high school student thing, but it brings up a really good point about the absurdities of the Democrats. uh, Democrats. Democrats. Another one. Spin the UFO. Here we go. slip. Uh, The Democrats uh, are are pushing this absurd policy. So it's like, we're going to shut down the schools, but you have to go online and use remote learning and you have to pay even though you're not like how is it that you know we agree when we move somewhere it's like i'm gonna move to this neighborhood okay here's the property taxes here's what you what 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 the city provides and everything okay i get it well now the schools are shut down okay give me that money back why do i just have to give you that money right you're not using their bathrooms you're not dirtying up their closets or their you should be at least like a third of the price or half the price or give the money back well trump is for school choice but it's, it seems like it really does feel to me everything we're hearing from the media, I shouldn't say everything, but a good portion of it's just all insane lies. Like, uh, you know, Donald Trump calling troops losers and suckers and then calling the generals, you know, I, I don't, we call them a stupid word. And, and I'm just like, I, I don't believe any of this. It really does feel like they will do anything to just, it's chaos. It's chaos versus order. And it's like the extreme ends of it. So... This is, I've decided that 2020 is the year of audacity. 
They don't have a mask anymore. They've taken it off. They don't care. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or if we've just been building up to it. They stopped caring. They don't care that we know it. They're going to cheat. They're doing all this stuff. And uh, yeah, it doesn't bother them at all. They're brazen. Yeah, because uh, that's kind of the point. I'm, 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 just, I'm just exhausted by all this stuff. Arresting kids. Dude, well, it makes me think of Australia. Like, what have you right. seen the videos of people yeah. not wearing a mask on a train? The cops arrest them. And there, because it's under British Commonwealth law, it's legal, apparently, to arrest going people to, for not wearing a mask on they, a train or whatever. They arrested that pregnant woman. Yeah. yeah. Because for, for posting uh, about uh, a, to a, go a do protest. a protest. Because they're not allowed to protest under British Commonwealth law. Because well, it's, no, that's crazy. because of the COVID lockdown. Right, right. It's their law against the COVID thing. So, like... Man. I don't want that kind of tyranny in the United States. I don't Amen. like people getting arrested for this mask. Like, give it up. We already have a study that says 94% of COVID cases were at least 2.6 other um, compounding comorbidities. 94% of the registered deaths had at least 2.6 other comorbidities involved with the COVID in the system. 94% yeah. of the deaths. So it's like 180,000 deaths were just COVID. Or was no, it, no, no, it was 9,000. Four percent of that. They, right? they were 6 all. Of that. They were all caused by COVID, but the bulk of people were vulnerable people, which yeah. is which. Which is the real point that's more important. A lot of people are confusing it, saying they didn't actually have COVID. That's not true. Right. But it's a point that Ben Shapiro made a long time ago. A long time ago. Protect the vulnerable. Get everyone back to. And work. We should be doing that anyway. That that should be right. always part of our our. Look, man, life. I'm I'm telling you, you know, it, it really. I, I I was having a conversation with some very stoic high profile people that i know like you know because like we're just like it's 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 incredible what's happening this year and i said man i hate to do it but i gotta get conspiratorial like the, the last year moody's analytics said if the economy remains stable and uh there's uh average voter turnout trump wins heavy like like 400 electoral votes it's gonna be huge chaos then what happens yeah we get covid and the democrats immediately crush their own economies yep I, oh, this Hillary Clinton scandal in 2016 against Bernie Sanders with the WikiLeaks drop, where it showed that they, they were, were specifically trying to get him oh, totally. to not win. That that is the beginning of this, I think, where yeah. it just got blown open, and and the media never really followed up, barely followed up on it. They don't want to talk about it. The Biden Tara Reid allegations are like hideous. Gone. Where Gone. did that go? That was and like, it was corroborated because her mom called in and like in the 90s, like this happened to my daughter. And they're like interesting. Yeah, yep. it's absolutely. I don't know how deep we can even go on that on YouTube, but I mean, it's just this is like a rape scandal, basically. Yeah, oh, totally, it's, it's, totally. To be, to, I mean, look, there's a lot. The challenge is there are people who have accused Trump as well. That's a good point. Trump is not a saint. He's an yeah. animal. He's a, he's a but, beast. But it's it's funny because I, I made this point earlier when I said something like, "Where are the smears against Joe Biden?" And then I had people criticizing me, being like, "Dude, you rag on Joe Biden all the time." And I'm like, "I know, I do." Like, wh where is the New York Times? You know, highlighting these things. Mm -hmm. Yes, sometimes there's negative press for Biden. And the worst we see is like Joe Biden's basement strategy is working. Like, OK, it's not really a criticism of his basement strategy. Stay but alive, sure. Joe Biden. Yeah, Why? stay alive, <laughs> Joe one. Biden. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love that. was amazing. Why do they want not want Trump to win? Oh, Trump's is it a just because they China want shop, a warmonger in office. Oh, definitely. That's definitely. what it comes down That's to is it, they need yeah. the military machine to keep moving or something. Donald Trump moved to bring our troops back from Afghanistan and uh, and Germany a few a month or so ago. And now look at what's happening with all the smears. Trump hates the troops. You know, Trump knew about COVID. Like, they have unleashed the kraken on Trump of negative press. 
And it, it, like, it always coincides with Trump being like, war is bad. The American people don't want war. And they're like, end him. I remember, because uh, I think I was talking, this, uh, with, talking about this with Michael Malice when uh, a few years ago, Trump fired the missiles at Syria. And then we had pundits saying, is this Trump's true presidential moment? Yeah. They're, they're, it, it's funny. What, what was that article where Trump was saying that America's addicted to war or something? So I was reading the other day from something from Eli Lake, and he was talking about how Trump was pointing out that military generals hate him because they are in <laughs> fact addicted to war i think those were his exact words and he said you know the soldiers love me the troops love me and i was like that makes perfect sense to me he's the one who sent the generals out of the room so that he could talk to the troops it makes sense that they would love him according to the polls they they're voting for biden oh sure i don't yeah. believe any don't believe of this man what's happening polls are nonsense. This, is, this is ridiculous i think the polls are nonsense i think they're trying to create the illusion that biden's going to win because they're cheating and they need people to expect that trump like think about it this way what if everyone in this country really did plan to vote for, for uh, Trump? Let's, let's say 90% did. How many of them talk to each other to know it's at 90%? Probably not that many. Not that many. So what happens is you've got a handful of people and all their friends say they're voting for Trump. Then they turn on the TV and it says Biden's got 12 points up. And they're like, wow, how do you really know if you just trust the media? They just tell you that the, what the vote's going to be before they vote. Like, yep. that's so ridiculous. There have been instances where TV uh, t- stations have actually accidentally run election results before the election. Oh, that's funny. But, but, but the, the, the so excuse funny. is that they have demo versions ready. So basically what they do is they'll create the graphic and they can type in the vote t- totals and they put in fake totals as like an example. Jeez. And then they've accidentally published it. And people are like, what is Dude, this? I've seen testimony of people that built technology that'll flip votes. Easy. Yep. It's, it's there like was a, a normal was thing. A kid in, at, at DEF CON, the hacker convention, who it took him like 10 minutes to hack the voter, uh, the, vo- the voter machine and flip all the votes. Yeah. When Trump won in 2016, it gave me hope for democracy. Like, it's real. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But maybe that's, maybe that's the real conspiracy. No, but, but, but I agree. I was like, Trump winning made me believe that it was possible to actually... That we had a wet an actual democratic yeah. institution this for a weird way to to, to realize that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy great. can win. Yeah, wow, the elections must be real. Yeah, dude, I didn't think he was going to win because I did not have faith in the election. Me neither. I wonder. There's a there, here. Here's the crazy conspiracy. I was actually predicting record low voter turnout very early on. I was thinking like seeing these protests and seeing everything, people were demoralized. Why would anyone want to go and vote, especially after like all the Occupy stuff? Nobody felt like they were being represented. And then all of a sudden, you get a Trump phenomenon. And there, this, this is not something I made up, although I certainly think there are pieces you can add to it, and I certainly have. The, so I remember seeing people protesting outside of Trump's rally in Fort Lauderdale saying that Trump and Hillary were friends and that it's a trick and Trump is, is being propped up by the establishment as, as the, the fake underdog. And so they really believe that Trump isn't actually for the people. The, 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 the theory is essentially... They want Trump to win, and they're propping him up to make it seem like the people chose him against all odds. So it restores people's faith in the electoral system, because even if you don't like Trump, you recognize anybody really can win, and you better go vote, right? There was a fear that voter turnout was getting so low that people were losing confidence in the system itself, and that's really dangerous for the country. Right. Now think about where we're at now. Trump supporters are like, wow, I can't believe it. It's true. You have to vote. We won. And the anti-Trump people are like, oh, my God, he really won. We better go vote. There you go. So now everybody. So now they're expecting like a historic voter turnout. Well, another great thing that you can pin on Trump's lapel. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Restoring faith in democracy. 
Um, my my biggest fear is like the, the the school lockdown stuff, and uh, it's it's the intersectionalism. It's the it's the cult of identitarianism. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the spreading. one. I keep thinking of Seattle. Like my mind keeps thinking of upper left. I'm like I'm visualizing a map, and I just feel this like tension in this northwest. Yep. The riots and the fires. It's, it's wild it's, up there. It's, it's bothering me. Jeez, yeah. You know what's funny is that uh, if you took the political compass and you stretched it out so it was the shape of the United States of America. What would the uh, top left quadrant yeah, be? Yeah, you're right. That would be that the would Pacific Northwest. The authoritarian communists. Authoritarian left. Yep. <laughs> Art imitates and, and, life. That's and what's true. What, and what's what's up in Maine? And uh, no, it, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, no, there's there's no Nazis sense. in Maine. Yeah, no. Uh, in but in Maine, you can like walk in and buy a gun. Apparently, like oh. it's super chill. It's and wild, beautiful yeah. up there. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, actually, there there there. No, wait. Oh my! Oh my! What? So I was actually there was a meme talking about. Uh, it was, a, it was there was white nationalists talking about Maine, and they were they were making a very racist point about how Maine is run by Democrats, but they don't have gun control, and so they were making you know oh, because that the demographics. Makes sense. Yeah. So it actually oh. does fit the political compass oh. in a sense. I know. I like that. <laughs> so I want to live in Florida. And and California is the surfer hippie dudes like yes. yo dude do your thing. I'm do but they're left wing. And. Florida. Yeah, they're, they're, Florida's it's, where it's at. It's, it's so yeah. <laughs> Florida's where it's at. Yeah, man. So I mean, the alligators, the like the twelve foot alligators that roam around. They're just chilling. They're Dude, really crazy apparently. alligator videos on YouTube. <laughs> maybe maybe is is Florida some anarcho capitalist? Florida place? man, have no, you heard no, no, of the Florida keys, man? You know, yeah. But it, but it is funny that the uh, the the upper left quadrant of this country is the authoritarian That's communist so quadrant. I know, and it was so soothing now. and cool before with I all the know, rain. So neat. Well, you know you know what it is too. This is I think this is important. People are depressed in Seattle because of the cloud. It's always cloudy. That's why I never moved there. So there, the, uh, I lived near. I think I think it's called the Twenty Sixth Street Bridge. I'm not entirely sure. It's been a really long time. But uh, I lived in Fremont, and there's this, there's this bridge uh, out of Seattle. And whenever I, when you walk across it, there's signs on it, and it says "Feeling suicidal? Call this number." Oh, oh wow! Man. Now when I when I lived there a long time ago, you could easily just like whoop jump right off. Wow! They've since put big yeah where they curve in at right. The top. You can't. So it's really hard to get mm-hmm. over. They did but uh, the, 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 I was told that the depression is legit because it's always cloudy. Makes a lot of sense. And yeah. so, so what happens with these Pacific Northwest areas, why do you have so much rioting? Because people are just in a dark place all the time. And now they're in their houses yeah. and they're told not to go out it's and even they can't worse. go to work. They're sitting yeah. in the corner and there's like mold growing around them oh, and they're like, man, they're sitting horrible. there. Wet and moist. Yeah, Ugh. it's just gross. Sit, cool. They're sitting on an old pizza box. It's a beautiful like, city. I don't know. I've never been, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I mentioned Portland's got this really great hot sauce called Secret Aardvark. Oh, what's you, in you, it? You had some, right? You tried Here? it? Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's Secret Aardvark. I don't know what it was called. Yeah. Remember I had all those hot sauces and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are great. Someone oh, sent Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People so, keep sending us People keep sending us Send us more. No, 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 no. Don't send us hot sauce. I love hot sauce. I mentioned it. I was like... I call it the Antifa hot sauce, and people are like, wow, it's from Portland. They go, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. And I'm like, no, that's probably mean because I don't think the people who own the company Something are like, they're, good they're probably just business owners, you yeah, know what I mean, doing their sure. normal thing. Support local business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how, about we, uh, how about we jump over to Super Chats? No, right. You know, yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's just read Super Chats. What do we got here? We'll, uh, we'll pop out these Super Chats. We're chilling. How you guys doing? Hey, how about you guys follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast? And uh, you can smash that like button. You can also follow at Ian Crossland on what Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, all of the above. All of the above. And of course, at Sour Patch Lids. Sour Patch L Y D S. But now we're going to read your super chats to see what you have to say about our crazy conversations. 
Simeus the first says, I don't think humans desire freedom. The only freedom that has been desired by all peoples in all places in all times is the freedom of your tribe, ethnicity or nation. In regards to political or and individual freedom, most people across history have not cared for it. That's a really good point. I'm one of those anomalous individuals where I just want to be left alone by everybody. Yeah, I just like if, if I had to make a choice, I'd be like, I'm going to I'm going to take this pointy stick. I'm going to keep walking that way. You can all just leave me alone. I'll find my own rabbits to eat. But how would you enforce that? The weird thing about freedom is that we have to enforce a state of freedom by Pointy creating stick, a non-free man. system. So like we, we impose ourselves with all these laws so that we have this semblance of freedom within it. Yeah. It's like we created these barriers around us and then say, here's the things you can't do. And the denser the population, the less freedom you have. Yeah. In order to establish freedom. Not, but it's not even... It's like... It's, it's not to establish freedom. It's just... It's just... You, you have true freedom when you're in the middle of the woods. Like, it, like go, to, go to Antarctica. You'll have freedom. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good point. Deep you have, space, totally free. Like, you could for a split it, look, look, Listen, in what part of the world could you strip nude and not have to worry about any other human taking offense? The you know, jungle. Like Sahara Desert. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like, swamp. rainforest. Yeah, but it's not. You oh, can't live like, there. That's the thing. True freedom right. is not habitable. Yeah. Like, you need, so, like, domestication. There's like, there's, like, a bubble of freedom, right? The further you live from a city, the bigger your personal freedom bubble gets. True. So one of the reasons I want to move out here is, for one, to get away from the cities for a lot of reasons, mostly the, the escalating violence and the protests. But I want to play music. You can't play music in New York. You cannot. You're, 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 you're stacked on top of each other. Yeah, you need to get, rent a studio. Oh, yeah. And so they, they, they create those spaces now where it's like really noisy inside and you have these little cubicle rooms to play in. And so I was like, you move out of the city and your freedom bubble starts expanding. When you live in the city, your freedom bubble is literally just around your body. Dude, the smell, too. You're never free in the city because that smell, <laughs> the break dust. No, but think about it. Lungs. I could yell at the top of my lungs right now. We all could just scream and we're fine. Okay. But if you're in New York City, you can't do that. Not really, no. You can't do it. Yeah. So you, your freedom is curtailed, you know. So is it is it weird that I like the book of Eli, the movie, because he spends most of it walking across the desert by himself? That's I, like, I, I'm like, that's perfect. I, I like it. I like that movie because he's like self-reliant and says, leave exactly. me alone. Yeah. He's doing his leave own thing. Alone. It reminds me of The Alchemist. You guys ever read that? No. Mm-hmm. Awesome book. Also travels across the desert. Very cool. cool. Perfect. Yeah. Let's, read some more. Do. Let's read some more Super Chance. Cool people. Also, smash that like button if you have not all done that already. Hit it. Jane McGurr says, strange laws in 1838 uh, removed 1976. Missouri Governor Boggs issued Executive Order 44, and, in, and it states, the Mormons must be treated as enemies and must be, wow. He says, this is a real, is this real? Exterminated or driven from the state if oh necessary? Oh my goodness. For the public peace. 1830. Wow, man, that's creepy, up. scary stuff. We got First Amendment, man. You can't do that. People don't realize that the Constitution is actually stronger today than when we first started the country, but now it's getting a lot weaker. Mm-hmm. Like the, the fact that they would say that in this country. Yeah, what, it was like a local law? Free speech was not a thing, man. Like there was, there, like we had, we had obscenity laws. Look, George Carlin got arrested for the seven words you can't say on TV. Dude, men couldn't wear, couldn't go out without a shirt on until like 1915 or 17 or something. They had to vote to get that. Decency (laughs) stuff, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't show the nipple. Wow, the Mormon extermination order. Holy moly. How is that possible in this country? That's crazy. Yeah, they're saying it's legit. It's legit. Here we got another one. Simeus the first says, people will tolerate tyranny as long as it is from your own tribe. Look at Zimbabwe. The black people fought against the tyranny of the white government when they won. Mugabe came to power. Zimbabwe tolerated tyranny for decades because he was one of their own. Unfortunate, but true. That's creepy. Nelson uh, Karayanis says, Tim, have you heard the podcast called It Could Happen Here? It's pertaining to an American civil war 
There is a section in it about how rural people can live without internet and electricity and crush a city by shutting down trucking, water, food, etc. Yes, absolutely. People don't realize I was, I was reading something about it. They said, I think something like 16 people could win a civil war against the United States. Oh, wow. wow. Because what they would, all they would need to do is pre-plan and coordinate interstate highway shutdowns yep. for, for an ex- extended period of time. Yep. So there's, there's like... Trucker strikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You just block the road mm-hmm. and then you jam no up food. all the trade and yeah. crazy. Yep. So yeah, it's creepy stuff, man. People don't realize how delicate the system is. It really is. Imagine you have this giant machine, like it's printing newspapers, right? It's huge. And you take one little like, you know, paper I don't know, clip? A, a paper clip yeah. and you chuck it in and it gets into a, a gear and it, it gives me hope because the system is so easy That's to destroy, but it's so it hard to get it right. Yeah, man. And we get it right. Like on a daily basis, humans get it right. We drive down the street at 70 like miles an hour past yeah. each other Every, within a few feet of thousands crazy, you know? of time a day. And it's we're amazing. told we get it right. We're built to get it right. I often think about this like when I see a squirrel. And like the squirrel like climbs the top of a tree and it's like 50 feet up and it jumps like oh, 15 man. feet to the next tree and then catches the branch. And I'm like, do they ever fall? Because I skateboard and I fall, you know, and I'm good at skateboarding. I've been skateboarding for, for man, like over 20 years and I still fall. I'm like, how does that squirrel just get it right every time? Well, the truth is they probably don't, you know, right. but then I, th- but I think about driving and I'm on the, on the highway and there's like a two foot divider. And I'm going 70, and the other car's going 70, go right past yeah, each other. Yeah, when your wife's on the line. And it's yeah. like, whatever, you know, I'm not you worried get about it. Right. It's amazing we yeah. don't crash more. <laughs> yeah, now we just I know, it's them. incredible. We're, cool. we're geniuses. Mm. Like, genius we're good, machines. We're, we're, good, we're good, tools, good at what we do. Yeah. Let's see. Alamandorius says, I've basically got a form letter uh, a form letter set up to copy and paste whenever someone tries to lie about the coronavirus response. And another for when someone says Trump said to drink bleach with reference links and everything. It's yeah. gone to that point. That's great. It's it's crazy. I remember when um, was it uh, uh, people started accusing Sarah Palin of saying I can see Russia from my oh, house. I remember yes. that because Tina Fey made a joke. Oh, she never actually said it. No. Jeez, the media. It was Saturday Night Live, wasn't the, it? The funniest thing is that uh, Sarah Palin's point was actually a pretty good one. She said that part of her experience as the governor of Alaska could help the, the U.S. because she actually deals with relations with Russia. When Russia, there, there's the, the Bering Strait, there's a, a, trade, a, a trade strait, and so you have a lot of vehicle traffic, and they have to coordinate with Russia when these ships and everything are going through. And she's like, so we, we, we're, we work with them regularly. I mean, you can see Russia from Alaska standing at the westernmost point. Sarah, then Tina Fey on Senate Night Live goes, I can see Russia from my house. And everyone oh, laughed wow. at her. Mm-hmm. And now they... It's like a joke. And, and I think about it and I'm like, and what if you could see Russia from your house? You remember I when I, um, I think it was, was Alec Baldwin was doing Trump? Somebody was doing Trump on SNL a lot when he first probably, got elected and then they stopped. Yeah. Everyone just stopped. <laughs> they did kind of quit. No huh? more yeah. Trump on SNL. They're well, they, they brought him back, guy. though. No, they brought him back. Oh, good, Alec okay. Baldwin started doing it. Oh, good. And it's the weirdest thing to me that Alec Baldwin's impression of Trump is probably the worst impression. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not a real impression. He's just really famous. He does this weird thing where he like closes his eyes and like hangs his mouth out. Unfortunately, Larry David was not a good Bernie Sanders either. But he looks just like him. He's good. No, that was a good... I think he's good. He was just being Larry David. That's true. Kind of overly angry. That's true. That's true. true. They're just like kind of The the Trump impersonations though were just awful. I'm like, they're not actually impersonating Trump. They're just trying to... their idea of Trump. But Alec Baldwin not only didn't he act like him, he didn't sound like him. He just, they, they put him in a suit and said, <laughs> you're Trump now. Very low he's effort. Like, I am Trump. Low I, effort. I am playing Trump. I, I thought your impersonation of John Oliver yesterday was the best. That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> was the the best. best. I remember what I said. Frankly. Was, remember you know, the orange man? He's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
The orange man is bad. <laughs> yes, that one. John Oliver. I should I should actually do some impersonations. I'm I'm actually really good. Yeah. You, you guys like my Alex Jones earlier? Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yes. I, lo- I, love, I love him. I, love <laughs> I don't I don't know why. I, I just feel like I can. I, like it's Alex because you're two steps away from Alex Jones. You, you it is. We have yeah. a studio yeah, yeah. around you. You know, you're yeah. the essence of what he experiences. Somebody mentioned he like shouted me out or something. Oh, so girl, I, how I, funny! I, I appreciate. You'd be a hilarious yeah. guest. I I, I, I can handle it. I remember back in the. <laughs> He's entertaining. Yeah, he really uh, I mean, you know, I, I don't watch his stuff to, to comment, but I remember when the Epstein stuff came out, people, I think Joe Rogan may have said this. People were like, they owe this guy an apology. Alex Jones. He's been calling out for a long time. Yeah, but he's been calling out a lot of stuff. Yeah. I know. Like when he talked about the interdimensional aliens and oh like my gosh, so weird. <laughs> Entertainment first, news second. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's a good yeah. rule of thumb for Alex. All right, let's read some more of these. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see. Morgan Lippet, uh, Lippincott says, do you think an American version of the BBC or CBC would help in ending the craziness with the mainstream news media? The answer is no, because we already have PBS and NPR. Are those um, national? Are they literally national or are they privately owned? I think PBS is privately owned, isn't it? it uh, I, I think they get their- made possible by donations from viewers like you. So maybe it's not the same. It's not. Yeah. But NPR is funded. No. Yeah, National Public Radio. Yeah. I think it's funded by grants. We also have like Voice of America, and don't don't we have that right? Yeah, like yeah. Voice of Europe or something, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know whatever. But like a national, I don't, we don't have like the CBC. I don't, it would have to, yeah, it would have to be done right because the government's no better than a corrupt corporation. But if it it's could done be, wrong. It could be harder to influence. I don't know. I, you know, you know, I will, I will say though, but uh, uh, I probably would like our own version of that. Yeah. Yeah, just because I like the competition. I, I, you know, I love the idea of C-SPAN. That works really well. If we could have more like C-SPAN, I'd be C-SPAN's happy. C-SPAN's fantastic. Yeah. Just no All right, let's bias. see what we got here. Jack Daw says, I have white privilege. I start a business renting out my white privilege. Pay me, and I will advocate on behalf of POC. Very cool. Go to court, banks, and buy property for my POC clients. Sit at home, gaining wealth and land paid for by the labor of my POC. That's actually a really good point. If POC, I'm sorry, if, if white privilege whiteness is property, property. Yeah. then you could be a whiteness firm <laughs> and be like, right? You can yeah. rent out your body. You guys could be white. I, I'll firms. be the one who files your paperwork. I'll be the one who goes to court for you. And, you know, it sounds I'll like have a slavery. lawyer. Yeah. Stay away. That's great. Yeah, and no. you, you sign away your power of attorney. And then I just represent you. So it's like you go to you, you the dude gets arrested and you go to you go to court and they're like, it says here that the man who got arrested is a five foot eight Hispanic male. <laughs> and there's like a set, like a six foot three, like, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed white guy. And he goes, I have a power of attorney and I will be representing him as him. And I have a lawyer. I so identify as this person. I, I identify Boom, as him. done. Nailed it. He's working like a name tag. And, and then he's like, <laughs> I, 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 I reserve my right to remain silent, your honor. That's Wink. right. And then, the, and then the judge goes, you know. I had some assumptions about you, but I was wrong. There's something about you that's just different from what I expected. Case dismissed. So trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so trustworthy. <laughs> Little Bear says, Marine, veteran, and truck. I drove through most of those areas days ago. Uh, sky was orange and red mm-hmm. like out of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Love y'all work and stay motivated. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, like hell. right? So are the fires making it hotter and the hotness is making more fire? I wonder... Blocking out the sun, maybe though. I think well, you think it'd be cooler if there was no sunlight. Yeah, unless it's just su- keeping the heat from escaping because yeah, it's, people are gonna have lung problems. Seriously, weirdo. Michelle Therese says apparently ninety percent of arsonists had recorded mental health history, and very few can be rehabilitated. Very scary. Interesting. Ian is a great fill-in guest. I vote we keep him. All right, there Very you go. Very good vote. Thank yeah. you so much. And by the way, I read the chat last night after the show. I rewatched the show and read the chat. You guys are hilarious. You, you I should love you <laughs> so much. I had I to love expose our chat. myself. Okay, they're wonderful. <laughs> you guys are great. It's so fun. Let's see. Hasim Retina says, enjoying as always. Tweeted this to each of you. 
Video from uh, Nada on Twitter of live radio from northeast of Black Subaru from Texas driving on I-205 throwing Molotovs out the window. Oh, man. Ham radio frequency 155.430, 155.190. Keep it the great work. Wow, man. I wouldn't be surprised because people, people like it's the Joker, man. They want to watch the world burn. I'm telling you, yeah. and copycat, if they see the article, they don't even know it's a, something they can do until they see someone else do it. Here's my chance Dude. to get away with it. All right, let's see. John Huto says, if voting by mail is secure, why do I have to be in person with ID to buy a gun? Can't they prove I'm me via the mail the same way they do voting? Kudos. There you go. What's more important, your right to vote? or uh, so, so what's more dangerous, someone getting a gun or losing your right to vote? Uh, well, I define think, danger. What I mean is, if a civilization, lose, if the people lose their right to vote, that's then, more existentially dangerous. Exactly. Yeah, in the long term, for yep. sure. Fascism, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta throw. Oh, so so there we go. So we need we need voter ID. We need to shore up the security for our votes and everything. True. And then get gun by mail. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's good compromise. Well, well you can three D uh, print guns. That's th- a whole other you know, you know, can of worms. You know, one, one of my favorite things that people like the conservatives are saying right now is that if gun ownership is a right guaranteed by the Constitution, then it should be subsidized. That'd be cool. What if they gave everyone a gun for their 18th <laughs> so birthday? Great. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I don't think that would be a or good idea. Or at least pay idea. you back most of the taxes or whatever. If we had uh, uh, training programs. Which we should probably should. Yeah, knew we should how to, anyway, how yeah. to shoot and all that stuff. I would have loved to experience something like that. The the GMV? No, the, yes. the, the, the DGV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Department of... No, it's not the DGV. Department of DG? Gun Vehicles. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I want a gun vehicle. It would be the... Uh, <laughs> it would just be like the, the gun commission. Okay. Okay, know. that works too. Let's see. Ahmad Khan says, I am a Trump-supporting Muslim going to one of the most left-leaning college campuses in the U.S. So many Muslims just support Democrats when we have a lot of conservative values that Democrats trample. Love the show. Good luck. That's what I don't get. It feels like there are so many groups that are very conservative, but for some reason just vote for Democrats. So weird. Yeah. Hispanics and African-Americans. I don't understand. Constant C says, love your channel, guys. Thank you for keeping us informed. Hopefully you'll replace CNN soon. That's the goal. And uh, proud to say we're about 50% of the... So when it comes to TV ratings, my, ne- my channels obliterate all of the That's primetime awesome. hosts. That's so cool. When it comes to CNN Online, I get just over 50% of what their views are. That's so. huge. One but guy. They, but they do have a bunch of other channels too. And they pump out crazy amounts of videos and YouTube props them up. Right. So I think in terms of influence... It's not just about me. It's like Crowder and Sticks. And these, these are like the go-to people I name. And like Kyle Kalinske and then like even the Young Turks. Way more influential than a lot of these mainstream channels. CNN's like a network of how many people work at CNN? Over hundreds, a lot. Yeah. Hundreds, yeah. Hundreds, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but one guy can go on the internet and complain about Dude, stuff. what a world. To, to, be, yeah, to be fair, though, CNN employs a ton of people who do boots on the ground reporting. Although yeah. I think they don't do that great. And they do, you know, ear to the phone reporting. Should focus on I, that. I, I do very little, uh, like a, a, most of my stuff right now is commentary, but that's one of the big plans I have. We've been trying to get a space for over a year. And the goal for the space was actually to hire journalists so that we would actually start doing this. And we do have, you know, we do have our friends over at SCNR who are literally doing on the ground journalism and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't want to act like we're not contributing. But the goal I have is to do a lot more original reporting. That's going to be so awesome. So less of looking at like a Fox article. Like right now we got like a Fox article pulled, pulled up. Nah, we, we get our own sources. Yeah. That way we know for sure. Like, so check it out. We did this original story. We talked about this guy, how we say, he, yeah, he was a supporter of Black Lives Matter. There's no article explaining all of this. So we, I want to get someone who can like break it down and say, 
to the best of our understanding, this guy very likely was. Here's why. Here's the source. Here's what we've confirmed. Yeah, kind of like Axios style, simplified, right. and easy then, to understand. Yeah, and then we would actually have our independent sources and we could talk That'd about it. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, let's Excited. read some more of these here. Questions. Stoked. Alatus says, I've long thought about self-driving cars and these moral conundrums. The solution is simple. Put a slider in the settings menu that lets the driver choose the level of self-preservation they are comfortable with. <laughs> Kill everyone. Full. <laughs> Full I don't want that. I'm just not feeling it today. 50. Protect me at all costs. Hey, all right, let's see what we got. Scrog CW says, Tim, please do real research on Oath Keepers. They are not far-right terrorists. We are veterans, etc., that have sworn an oath to defend our constitution from enemies, foreign or domestic. Right, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's what we were trying. We were, we were, we were yeah, saying. Yeah, so they're. I don't believe they're far right. Yeah, the, they the, the article said right. they were, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. And I and you even said they were like middle of the road. Constitution is, is that water? Yeah. Be thirsty. He's drinking your water. Yeah, well, he it's always, his water now. Yep, <laughs> you can see him on the camera. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, he just jams his face in your water and starts so drinking famous. it. So famous. Yeah, so my, um, I met the Oath Keepers in Ferguson, and it was really funny because they were walking around during the riots. And then some people started yelling at him like, what are you doing here? And they're like, we're here to keep everyone safe. And they're like, well, then you should be protect protecting us from the police. And they're like, we are. We are. <laughs> and, then pe- and then somebody was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, definitely. We think the cop's stepping out of line. And they're they're like, cerebellum fused. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, we don't like the cops stepping out of line. So oh. we're here to make sure everybody stays safe. Dude. And that was like, interesting. Mm, yeah, you know? I like that. It's the neutrality of the American Constitution. Exactly. So Zhang the Great says, we must make sure our turnouts on election day are greater than 53% of the state population. They cannot ballot harvest or mail in back-end victory with a population that doesn't exist. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't know or care, man. I got to be, look at him. He's going at that water. He's, he's chugging. He's getting it. He, he does that. He like doesn't drink all day, and then he chugs. Like oh. as soon as some, He doesn't trust any water but yours. Okay. You know? He's like a poison tester. It's the he's royalty. Yep. Water. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to drink this random ball in the ground. Are you nuts? That's so weird. All right, let's see what we got here. Reginald Enterprises says, one thing the militias have on both sides is the radio waves. A lot of them are ham radio operators and can, and can communicate across the country without external assistance. Interesting. What's the range on ham? It's like super, I don't super know. far. Yeah, right? it is, I think. It bounces off the stratosphere, I believe. We should what? learn more about it. We should get, yeah, we should Whoa. build yes. some. We, we should build definitely. a tower. We, uh, yeah. Let's I knew it. A, I knew a dude once who created a pirate radio station and he got in serious trouble. Oh, oh that's wow. cool, though. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, I don't know him very well. It's like I met at a party in L.A., a friend of a friend who was like, he, he got arrested, I guess. He didn't really get in that much trouble. They were like, dude, don't do that. He was like, okay. He was like, cool All thing. All your friends are criminals. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. We read this one. We read this one. We read these ones. Jeffrey Paris says, check out the book Influx by Daniel Suarez. It's about culturally disruptive tech, like AI and cold fusion controlled by the government. The central theme is... It is the nature of consciousness to resist domination. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Wow. Well, oh, Whirlaby Whirl, Scott says, watch the TV series Continuum, all based around corporate government. Seems what corporations are trying to do. It reminds me of that, uh, it was a, it, I think it was a Family Guy joke, where they were, they were making a, a, a parody of, an, of like an 80s sci-fi movie. And it was like two people running on Mars towards a building. And they were like, oh, no, it's the corporation. Like <laughs> the government is the corporation or whatever. Yeah, that terraforming Mars is all about corporations. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, taking the taking the lead, which is basically what Elon's doing. Get outsource it. All right. So we got it. Yeah. Oh, man. We, oh, we got a bunch. We got a bunch. Hey, of these thank we you, just, everyone. Just jumped in. Jump on in. The mighty mitochondria says, love the show. Wish you guys the best of luck. You nailed the sentiment of Seattle in the Northwest. As someone who lives in the suburbs of Seattle, it is quite depressing here, mm. but compared to that of rural parts, it's a completely different state. Interesting. Interesting, mm. yeah. Black and White says, 
It's about time you talked to the possibility of civil war, Tim. The American people need to know it could happen. That's you have right. a responsibility to keep giving us the unadulterated truth. So far, we are all proud of you and Lydia. Appreciate it. Not Ian, though. Nobody likes no, Ian. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. He's got to earn chance, it. <laughs> Lawrence Atuck says, Tim, dialing in from the end of the world, Hawaii. Love your show and what you're doing. How are you liking your guns that you bought? Have you had a chance to get out and shoot practice? I have not. But I really love it when my when like friends come over and I'm like, hey, I know where I hide my own guns. Let's go. <laughs> and then we're like, Let's, we go. And I'm like, I have a safe. And, you know, isn't this crazy? Crazy. I know where I keep my own weaponry. You, uh, you guys want to see where I hide my guns? <laughs> <laughs> Agent Toon says, fun fact, a squirrel ha- hits terminal velocity very quickly Whoa. and so will likely survive without harm a fall from nearly hmm. any height where it can wow. remain conscious. Interesting. Dude, how, how amazing would it be to be a squirrel? You can just like climb up to the top of a tree and go like, yeah, and just jump off and go, whoa. I love those animals. I feed them nuts. Do you ever feed squirrels and hang? This dude's chugging, man. He wants it. He eat a salt block. Get some Now he stops. He knows we're talking about him. Uh Uh-huh. Too much energy. What about cats? Cats can survive. Like they like spread out and they like, They can survive falls. They they can like long distances too. I don't know the the physics of it. You know, I I, I have an idea that I want to do. I've always, I had this idea for a lightweight carbon fiber wingsuit for cats. (laughs) And the way it works is when, you know, when cats jump, they'll put their legs out. Yeah. That mech, that motion oh, will yeah. release the, the glider. That's cool. So when they jump, it, ooh, and the wings throw. come out and then they glide. But when they land and their legs go down, it reverses the mechanism and folds okay. the wings back up. If it's up. lightweight enough, I think they'd get down We're going to throw that. the carbon cat fiber. off the porch, yeah. aren't we? Car- very thin carbon fiber. Another reason to start a graphene revolution. And then you can, we're not going to throw the cat anywhere. I was going to say. We're going to make it so that when he's jumping, when he's jumping between the couch and the coffee table, he glides. Betsy could use one of those. I want to be a flying squirrel. Yeah, well, she's too fat. She's too thump. Thump. She's too (laughs) thump. I don't want her to thump. Betsy is very fat. She bounces. It's okay. (laughs) All right, what do we got here? Colin Sanders says, look up comprehensive sexuality education. Sex ed starting at kindergarten, present in 27 states. Texas is debating it in November. Whoa, really? Mm. Wow. Now, now I, I, got, I got to be fair. I don't think there's a problem with some sex ed at like any grade, but it's got to be like, what I mean by that is teaching kindergartners about boys and girls are different. Right, of course. And teaching first graders about. But times have like, changed. Kids are seeing pornography yeah. at like age four on the internet. Oh. So maybe you have to no. start no, giving them don't. the full. That's going to mess so. them up. Keep your kids away from that. But I mean, then they go to school and one kid has an iPhone yep. and shows all the other ones. Dude, when I was in sixth grade, some kid printed out a bunch of stuff and like homeschool your sure. kids. Yeah, dude, definitely At homeschool your kids, man. At least till a certain age. Definitely homeschool your kids, man. Kaylee Mim says Crowder does the best, the best impression of Trump. <laughs> okay. Oh. Everybody agrees. Crazy Doglay says the riots have taken place during the PNW sunny season. Rarely rains in the summer. Hmm. But yes, yes, yes. But what I just mean is like people there are more depressed than like on average. So yeah, you have the sunny season for sure. I just think people are really, you know, kind of all the time. Yes, just like that. Without the vitamin D. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, I wonder. Yeah. So was COVID more prevalent in Pacific Northwest? I wonder. Wasn't that where it started in Washington? Oh, it totally was. You're right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Figured it out. Zappi says, Tim, did you hear about the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomy Region Committee being credited in the new new Mulan movie? Mm-hmm. I heard they are one of the organizations that are responsible for the mistreatment of Uyghur Muslims. Yeah. That's and correct. Now you've got people saying, I don't normally want boycotts, but I kind of think we should Both boycott sides Disney. Do, yeah. Here we go. Shadow of Machine says, there is the civilian marksmanship program. It should be expanded. That's hmm. cool. I'm yeah. going to look it up. Greek Oasis, says, Greek Oasis says, on the subject of how fragile our system is, just remember that September 11th was orchestrated by 19 extremists. Seriously, man. Mm. Knocked down a couple buildings. 
And that's uh, that anniversary is tomorrow, man. Yeah. Oh, it so, is. Yeah. It is. Didn't see that coming. Never forget. That's a great topic. Nanan says, my high school had a pistol and a 100-yard rifle range. Shooting 22 LR rifles was part of gym class. They had to remove the firearms class and built tennis courts over the range in the late 19, in the late 90s. That's kind of a bummer, man. Gregory Chu says, FYI, before the Gun Control Act of 1968, you could order guns by mail and have them delivered straight to your home. Oh, man. What? What happened? Wow. You know what it was, though? A lot of racists. It was like the chaos of the 60s with the hippie movement and the Black Panther movement and then yep. Nixon Maybe trying so, to quash yeah. it all. There was all that legislative. They must have legislated away gun rights or something. It, so I, 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 I was watching something and they said there was a lot of racists who didn't want to see. It's actually really interesting. I was watching something. Uh, you know, you know Adam's, Adam runs everything. Yeah. He, they, they did something. I think it was Adam runs everything where they had a conservative guy and a liberal guy and like they're arguing and then he like explains things and explains how gun control is racist. And then they show some like mock Black Panthers. And I actually appreciated this when he says, you know, it was actually in California, they didn't want the Black Panthers to be armed. So they started passing gun control laws. And then the conservative character in the, in the show says, these are just law abiding citizens who wanted to protect themselves from tyrannical government. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Like the, I, the, the idea that the fact that they, they did this calling gun control racist and at least at one part, uh, uh, you know, depicted the conservative as not being a racist and and really understanding why there are revolutionary groups that wanted guns. I'm like, and it's principled. Like the Black Panthers showed up in Virginia at that big gun control yep. protest. And people were like, awesome. Because those people actually had principles for what they believed in when it comes to a, that's right. It's like the, it's like you've got the, the, the NFAC. What's up? The, the not effing around coalition. Mm. Oh, right. Walking around with guns. And it's like, mm. Just a couple of Amer- a bunch of Americans doing what they're allowed, legally allowed to do. Dude, and with, you know? with 3D printing guns, the way that they're advancing that technology, trying to legislate that away is just going to make a right. mockery of the system. So I think we have to. There's a reckoning coming. There was a photo. There, there was a news story that was getting some traction, and, and like the left was propping it up. It was a bunch of black dudes in Michigan standing on the Capitol building with like rifles and and, and handguns. And they were like, look at this, you know, this is, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're standing up for our rights and, some, and something. And I said, it's not, it's, this is, you know, why, you know why that's not news? Why, why is it news that some guys are standing on a, on a public stair, staircase with guns? It's not. It's it not should, news. It probably shouldn't be. It's no. not. It, it, uh, so, so the news story is breaking news. Americans exercise rights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank I'm you. Breaking. Have a nice day. Like it's, but, that's, but, that's but, out of the norm or something. But it, it was because the a bunch of right wing individuals showed up and the media said they were like terrorists and extremists. And then the left had their coalition of, you know, like, um, you know, minority led groups that were armed. And they were like, aha, see, we can do it, too. But the right, the, the 2A people were like, thank you. Yes, that's very awesome. This is so we agree. Funny. We want you to protest. It helps us. Like, yeah. We're not mad at you. This is what? so funny to me because there's a picture circulating on the Internet of a family that's armed, like, to the teeth. They're yeah, African-American. And they're like, what do you think about this? And everyone's like, that's Amazing. fantastic. We <laughs> my, love that. My, my response was they should have given the baby a squirt gun. I know, right? Like, the, ba- the baby's the only one who's <laughs> not armed. Not armed. Come should on, have given guys. the baby something. Were you guys allowed to play with toy guns when you were little? Oh, totally. Of course, yeah. We were. Remember the really? cap guns? Oh, oh, I love those things. Yeah, yeah we did. You, you get the paper wheel yeah. of light, and then you Smash put it in. It with a rock. And and when you when you pull the trigger, it goes pop, pop, pop. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. It's got like gunpowder in it or something. I'm gonna yeah. order some of those. Those still I exist. The smell. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, they're probably like illegal. American made. Yeah, maybe. Let's find you it. Get I bet they're we had illegal. Super though. soakers. Yeah, that works. dude. Those that are works very too, yeah. cool. Yeah, super soakers are cool. What invention? Definitely. Addicted to Adrenaline says, hey, Tim, what happened to the other guy, Adam? Just curious. I probably missed it. If you have already addressed it, my bad. If that's the case, keep up the good work, my friend. He's doing his own show. 
Uh, he's doing his own show with his own guests and everything, which and I have been on. Oh, and, yeah. and, and Ian, like, is a go. He goes back, back goes and forth. Back and forth. Join. Mm-hmm. He's on two shows, mm-hmm. and uh, he's in the other room with his studio. So it's like you know, we 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 hang out, we skate, we do our thing, and he's doing his own show, and it's like taken off. So it's still linked in the YouTube channel. You can see his channel and and the stuff he produces. You just said Corey D'Angelo on talking about school choice last yeah. Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah cool Boris stuff. Carlin Borisenko. Good stuff. Charlie Charlie says I consult for an IT company in Cali. Last week, we had a talk about removing offensive terms from our code. Blacklist, whitelist, server, slave, cop, etc. Found out there's a whole movement about it. Yup. Oh, give me a break. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Dude. You didn't know that? Did you not know that? Server? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're making it up at this point. So, So when you go to a restaurant... And you're like, who's my waitress? Sir, that's offensive. They're called servers. Excuse me, server. That's offensive. Oh I am not a gosh. server for you. I'm a food dispensary Whitelist? specialist. <laughs> oh, man. Why? I don't know. Uh, is this good? No. no. Okay. This is retarded. It's You're taking it too far. Pardon my French. <laughs> now you're going to get in trouble. Get in trouble. <laughs> Blacklist. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> now you're in okay, trouble. Okay. I said the wrong thing. <laughs> All right. Okay. You know what, Lydia? You just you, you crossed the line. Yeah. You, you said the offensive word, so we're shutting it off. We're, All we're right. ending, I'm just kidding. I'm we're just kidding. ending it. Well, it's, no, it's, I mean, it's 10 03. It's 03. <laughs> so, um, you know, let, let me just say to everybody it is, it's, it's actually fairly difficult to do guest bookings right now because of the lockdown. And so we've had a couple cancellations, and it has a lot to do with one political uncertainty around. Uh, a lot of people are scrambling, and things are very, very chaotic as we closer to the election. And, uh, we're actually just ramping up the guest bookings and all that stuff. So, you know, we'll probably end up with cancellations or whatever, but it's fine because we're hanging out. We're going to do the show. You know, Ian's hanging out. So Always we're do our have thing. a good time. But uh, um, I believe we are, we are uh, scheduled for Kimberly Classic tomorrow. Correct. And we didn't have uh, Will Chamberlain, mm-hmm. and we didn't get Brandon Strzok. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I announced the Brandon thing, though. Nope, we didn't. I kept it low-key for that yeah, very okay. reason. Yeah, we were, we, were, we were hoping to get Brandon back in here, but he's he's super busy as well, and uh, hopefully we'll have uh, Kimberly t- uh, tomorrow. Yes. But just, you know, I just, I think... We're trying to get, like, we had Sean Parnell in here, and that was amazing. We had so much fun the other week, yeah. But he's, like, the candidate right he now is, for, yeah. for, for the House. Topic. It's, like, one of the most yeah. important races. And I'm, I'm, I'm privileged to, uh, honored that he was, you know, able to come in. And we were, so trying to get some really important and busy people. You know, we'll see how it plays out. But uh, we'll, be, we'll be here Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. anyway, hanging out live. And uh, so come back and hang out. We'll have clips throughout the day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hopefully tomorrow night. I believe we are, we are scheduled for Kimberly Classic. So um, that should be really interesting and fun. We'll talk about a lot of issues. Other than that, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast. And you can check out my other channels at YouTube.com slash TimCast and YouTube.com slash TimCastNews. And of course, you can follow Ian at Ian Crossland on Here we go. everywhere, there Twitter, go. Instagram. Are you on Parlor? I am on Parlor, yeah. And Mines. Mines. Yeah. YouTube. I have a YouTube oh, yeah. channel, which I barely use there at the go. moment. That may change in the and, future. And of course, there's at Sour Patch Lids, Sour Patch L-Y-D-S on Twitter and Parlor. Correct. And uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Make sure you smash that like button because oh, I yeah. see that, you know, people just stay the night. Really Subscribe, smash. hit the bell button and share this video. Push all the buttons. Share it because people love it. It's the best. No, I, <laughs> it's the best he's trying. <laughs> yeah, give it to your friends because the, like, the YouTube algorithm might not win. I've seen a lot of your videos. So you want to spread this for Actually, sharing the video is the best way yeah, it is. to get it seen. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's incredible 100%. what it can do. We should probably yep. shout out in the beginning. Like if you do, if you really like the show, share it right now. Yeah. yeah My friends are watching. I have some friends from home that I haven't seen in a long time watching. It's just oh, so cool. fun to find out that people you know are, are involved. It's crazy. Yeah. I've like had people hitting me up being like, dude, my brother watches your show. And I'm so, like, wow. So connected. The universe. It's like the internet's allowing us to be to like show. It's like the technology that's enhancing our connectivity. I just, 
I just feel like a dude who complains about his feelings on the internet. You know what hey, I mean? Hey, it works. Holler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. And thank you all for smashing that like button, subscribing, and sharing. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys.